Bob Dylan said one time, he said to me, Bobby D said, you know, sometime life is a drag, sometime life is a bust, but we all got to do what we must. We got to keep on, keep it on, baby. Prepare to be astonished. We all need to laugh. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy Philly, aka Rumple Brown Skins. Oh, Grandmaster <laughs> Big, <laughs> and Hollywood Apple Snatch. The Snatch. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Did I miss something? What's up with the Uncle? What's it? Uncle Foreskin? What is it? No, Uncle Foreskin. Hollywood would be Uncle Foreskins. <laughs> Take it easy. Wow, oh, a new nickname. I guess I was the last one to know. Has no. anyone seen Bus? Bus. Where's Bus? Yeah, Rumpel Brownskins. The fellas like that one. That one actually came out with uh, Sammy T on episode. I think it was eighty-seven. <laughs> they were fucking dying, so I just stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> Whitmer, Whitmer, damn you, Whitmer. Oh, you're, you're, you know I'm going to get creative with that one, dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. So what up, boys? It's been a couple weeks. Uh, Grandmaster B, how you been? Doing okay, man. Everything's going good. Uh, crazy weather today. We were talking about that before we started the show. Um, man, I got food poisoning, guys, on the 4th of July. Mm. Yeah, we were supposed to go up north, and um, yeah, I got food poisoning. You ever had that, Hollywood? Oh, it's horrible. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. Dude, it was terrible. I was not happy about that. It was one of those nice days. You wanted to be in your pool. But, dude, I would have had to empty my pool because I couldn't hold myself. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the runs? Everything. Philly, it was bad. That's horrible. Like uh, It it started like the night before. And I just said, man, my stomach doesn't feel right. Um, Ate late. Food was, you know, my wife made dinner, kept it up on the counter, and I left it there for a while. I, don't, I can't blame her for that, but, you know, something in it. Did you figure out what it was? Or? I think she was trying to kill me. Yeah, yeah I really do. She, I told that. her, she's like, shut up. It was just bad. It was something wasn't right. So man. what did you eat that, that you noticed um, the, the change? It, it was it was chicken. It was like green beans. It was a good dinner. It just, I was out doing some yard work and shit, and it was really late, and I just, you know, I said, leave it up on the counter. And I'll heat it up when I get in the house. Was it covered, the chicken? Yeah, I think she had everything covered. I, I can't say for sure it was what, what she made for dinner, but that was the only thing I ate the whole day. And I'm not sure if that was what it did. Maybe the heat could have been the heat yeah, that got you, too. Yeah, it could have been something like that. But uh, I can't blame my wife. I just, it just, to me, I've had food poisoning before, and that's exactly what it felt like, you well, know. Nine times out of ten, it is chicken, because I had a WrestleMania party, and I baked wings from Kroger. And I don't think they were all the way done. Ooh. Because multiple people got sick after. So yeah. bacteria on chicken left out. Oh, yeah. It could absolutely spread like wildfire. It's yeah. on accident, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially if it's not fully cooked. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's there's a, they call it within the hour, has to go in the fridge. Because it will start accumulating, the, you know, any food, basically. Yeah. But that chicken is just, if it, you know what I mean? You just never know. Especially yeah. meat, man. You got to be careful. Yes. 
I'm wondering. But other than that, everything is great. Well, I was going to say, man, I thought you didn't love me no more. I was supposed to come by. I text you like at 10. Oh, yeah, and that was part yeah. of the deal, man. I mean, it was legit, dude. We've had any shits. It sucks, man. We've all been there, though. Yeah, I was trying to said, hey, if you got nothing to do, because we both decided to stay back from going yeah. up north because yeah. it was kind of like a quick turnaround type thing. And I said, man, you got nothing to do. Come on over. I even invited you. But then when he texted me, I'm like, it was around 1 o'clock. I'm like, mm-mm, dude. Yeah. I don't want you coming over here. Yep. It was good, though. I ended up going to Hollywood's, got in the pool, and we set off some fireworks. That was Tom, a Tom, you're a great show. Yeah, got, a great show. Yeah, got a lot of hand claps. Got a lot of hand claps going over there. That was a good time. Now, did yeah. you, who brought the fire? Did, Hollywood, did you bring a, you had yeah, some? Yeah, yeah. Did you go and get that giant box, or did you buy from that guy at the no, tent? I got him, no, I got him at the place on Gratiot. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of great deals in there, yeah. The big six-inch A lot motors, of good shit. The big ones that... Be a little different next year. There'll be more, a little more um, wiring together, you know? What? Yeah. Wiring? Time in together and oh. light that one. So they can go off in sequence? Yeah. Wow. You can actually get a board, too, where it's electronic, and you put these little devices on there, and you can hit them. That'd be sweet. Doom, 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 doom. Hopefully everybody was safe. Everybody enjoyed yes. the holiday. Yeah. I mean, because I remember the one I lit off, so it was probably from... Where you guys are sitting. I lit that one. And I go to light the other one. It's like right there. That one went off. I thought I blew my eardrum out. <laughs> Rumble brown like, skins. <laughs> brown skins. <laughs> so when you say wiring, like you're literally going to like wire the stuff yeah, you know up the, and have like You know a, the uh, stuff, that, the wick that comes out? Yeah. They'll give you a longer piece that you could tie them into each other. So you can light them from back here and they may be up there. Probably have a barge in the middle of his pool next summer. It's Probably like, be on a board. And everybody lift it up stand a back. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the Hollywood spectacle, spectacular. It's you can fun, get man. some good deals, though. I mean, it, and it's about getting that white tag sale, and then you get 50, it's already fifty percent off. Then you get the fifty percent on that, mm-hmm. and it's like one day, and you got to get there because stuff starts going fast. They get it coming in, but I went back again, and I'm like, dang, I should have did it that one day, man. Because I would have bought, I mean, there, there's some good stuff. you got to keep your eye open for coupons, too, in the yes. middle. You can get really good deals. You yes. can get $800 worth of fireworks for three. You Even Trump was there. Trump. Yeah. Huge, very bigly. Yeah. What, I see a lot of these places have, like, buy one, get three free. So what's the yeah. first one cost you? Like, 200 bucks, and then they mm-hmm. make you feel good. Like, here's three free ones? They had no. some that were, like, two, three hundred. I mean, but you're talking, they had a lot of stuff to them. And, and the thing is, what you're trying to do is, Especially if there's kids or whatever. You're trying to get the ones with more shots. Mm. You know, give them a little more. You know, you get one with with 10 shots. That better be, you know, something really spectacular. You know what I'm saying? People do like the... um the multiple shot ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 196 shots. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, you know. No, that's cool, man. So with that being said, Hollywood, I know you've been working a lot. How you been? Oh, not too bad. Tired, man. I mean, like, I'm really surprised that... I got this much energy for the hours I've been putting in, and so it's uh, it's ridiculous. We got like eighty three more days to go, and we already had union down there today, and yeah, it was bad. And then they they said, "No, we're coming back. You ain't doing this. But we're doing ten, you know." So, and they're like, "In the literature, it's messed up. You signed on this, so basically the company's got us where they want us, and basically it's stockpiling." They got you by the bloody bowls. By the bloody bowls. So made them look like fools, but mm. um, a lot of people were complaining. A lot of people were just like, I just don't know. I'm, what can you do? You know what I mean? You can quit. You can retire. You know? But 
we'll get through it. We have to. Got no other choice. You know, but other than that, I mean, weather's been okay. Yeah, it's been hot. Yeah, it's been in the pool. Dip. Um, Things are good right now. Good. Very good. How about you? Not bad, man. Uh, Went to that concert. Concert was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Had a great time. Went down to MGM, lost nice. buck fifty real quick, probably in a couple spins. But uh, dropping those dimes, man, it was a great time. We stayed at the MGM downtown, and it was just a great night. Pretty good weekend. Weather was kind of obviously shitty over the holiday weekend, but you know you make the best of it. Were you at Tower Hour? Zamil, <laughs> we were on the tenth floor in the high rise. There you go, Zamil. Very special occasion. <laughs> Whole lot of rocks and go, Zamil. <laughs> The brown skins. Yeah, no, that was a good time. Staying <laughs> nice. busy at work too, man. You know, just uh, putzing around and uh, getting getting the yard nice and lush. The yard. How how are the pop sales right now? Pop sales are through the roof. It's pretty unbelievable because we thought we saw trends of pop going down and all this other stuff selling waters, energy, allied brands, but it's really been steady. It's been a busy summer. I think more and more people are doing things, having more parties at graduation <coughs> season. Yes. So, yeah, sales are up. We've definitely been busy. You know, guys are teams coming together, which is good. You know, starting to make some some way there. So happy about that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, life is good, man. Can't complain. Are good, you good. Uh, you have to work weekends still, or is that just like a rotating schedule? Yeah, it's kind of a rotating thing. So uh, I worked this past weekend. You know, went well. Nice. So, are you happy about that, though? I don't love it, but I don't hate it because I don't party like I used to. So, so it's not like I'm missing something all the time. Right. Is that part of like your job? Like they, you have to rotate a weekend here and there once in a while. Yeah. yeah okay. Just I rotate right. with it with my team and um, try to give everybody a chance to do things and plan stuff. So good team. Yeah, it's good. That's yeah. Good. You know, and make sure things are going smooth on the weekend because there's no super. If there's no supervision out there, then all hell could break loose. Oh yeah. And you're doing what you can. Stories you got to make that difference. Yeah. Or not, you know. And what so. have you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Where's so. Bush? Where's Bush? Anybody seen Bush? Bush. All right, so we ready to get into Shop Talk News? <laughs> Mr. Hollywood Applesnatch, go ahead and do the honors, Mike. Tomio, Tomio, this is breaking news here. <laughs> I'm sure we all heard about the old pedophile Nazar being stabbed in prison ten times the other day. Oh, the guy from um, the, the fondler of the of the athletic. Yes. Wow. He was stabbed ten times. Um, two in the neck, six times in the chest, and two in the back. Mm-mm-mm. He was in critical condition, but he's unstable. And that happened amongst twelve hundred inmates. Well, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You know what I mean? He kind of. Uh Wrote his future there, and, and a lot of the comments were just ugly. Yeah, I know, real ugly. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, when you start reading through, like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You, you know, a lot of them were like, he had to come into him, long yeah. overdue. You know, there was no mercy on him. Period. Yeah. You know, so he's like, he's still in the hospital. Um, I'm sure he'll be on solitary confinement now from here on out, right? Because um, he'll probably get to him at him again, or it'll just be over for him. Oh, I'm sure. End of days. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, I don't feel sorry for him. No, no I really don't. Uh, I heard uh, talk to C. Rubble today, of course, that once a week phone call. 
Um, he actually had his jaw broke, this guy that you're talking about, mm-hmm. twice in prison. A um, couple other things, he's been attacked multiple times, and they, you know, one of the inmates is like, why would you do It's like, I'm not trying to kill him. I just want him to pay the price. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just like this knucklehead. I don't know if you're going to talk about this two-year-old thing that happened here last week. Just terrible. These it's people, horrible. I got no, I got no respect, no mercy on these people. Well, and he was texting the people, the family. Since he brought that up, can I touch on that? Real yeah, quick? yeah, yeah. Um, the two-year-old. They say that's going to be the first Michigan death penalty since what 1937 or something like that. Yeah. And I think it's well deserved. I mean, yes. he took a child's life at two years old. Didn't even get a chance. It wasn't even you know? his kid. Was no. it? it wasn't even no. his child. No. It's ridiculous, man. The and he had a kid. Strangled evil. him. Strangled the child with a phone cord. And threw her, threw her in the alley like she was, she's yeah. like, you know, trash. Sickening, man. It's oh. absolutely sickening. Yeah. I, I think I think they, you know, Philly, they need that. They need to show people we are not playing around. We mm. will give you the death penalty. Yeah, eye for an eye. We and he pulled, that, that he pulled that gun. On that, tried on a cop, too. They got him. Yeah. I mean, remember when they had, when you killed a cop, that was it. He was executed. Yeah, and they went done. away from it. They had, well, you know, they're a human being. They can be rehabilitated. What if that was your son, your daughter? Right. You know what I'm saying? Then it's, then it's different. Right. Different ball game. Yeah. Get what you got coming to you. I agree. It's sad. You want me to? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, Canton High School. The Chiefs have to, voting tonight, they have to change their name. Really? Because people are, uh, some people are offended by it. Put some respect on my name. Mm. By the spear of it, you know, the chief thing of it. It's like, wow. So tomorrow, I believe Canton will have a new name that will represent that school after it's been there so many years. And it just sees the tide of the world where we're going to. We're starting to forget. And things that were back, even like back in history, we're tearing things down. We're trying to get rid of them like it's, it never happened and I think it's wrong. Not saying that things are right, but it's part of history to learn from things. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, that's just. And I think there's six other schools, and they don't want anything to, to deal with uh, um, Native Americans or any type of thing um, that offends anybody. I mean, but something can offend anybody. So, like, where does it stop? You know, I would like to know from the Native American community mm-hmm. what they really feel about that because that's what really matters, right? right. We should call Greer up. <laughs> He's got Indian I just in don't him. understand what the... It's got to be from them. If it's an issue with them and the powers that be or representation, that's fine. I just don't know, man. But I it mean, never it never bothered before. No. It's crazy. I mean, it you know, you get the guardians and the commanders mm-hmm. and it just, when's it going to stop? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. Um, I hear Bank of America got caught double dipping, being sued for millions, taking people's money. Hmm. Double dipping, yeah, they've been busted. So what were they double dipping on though? Were they taking interest and all that stuff? So they were just kind of peeling off the top and taking more. Mm -hmm. So people with crooks, uh, bro, very much crooks. The uh, And taking, um, what was it? I think it was uh, credit card numbers and stuff like that. So people who was affiliated with, who had that Bank of America, they could be getting a letter about a you know class action lawsuit. 
and could be receiving some money if they were being overly charged. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love who I deal with, uh, and I really appreciate the woman I deal with there. I mean, she's been great. She's helped me out with, with loans. My home told me different things I needed to do and been on spot. And it's appreciation. And like I told her today, I said, honey, listen, how long are you planning on staying here? And she said, you know, I don't really know. But trust me, you're my favorite. And you will be the first one I let know where I go. And I said, I appreciate that. You know, because she's helped me that much. You know, even like my truck. We can make this happen. I said, please, I, I, I like my truck. You know what I mean? Got it done. You yeah. know, with that being said. So that's my news, guys. Very good, very yes, good. Um, Over to you, Master B. Well, no surprise here. Um, article came out. Studies show Americans are now waiting longer to get married. Mm. So what is the ideal age to tie the knot? Now, keep in mind that three, two of, two of the three here have been married or are married and been married. You got I don't think there's an age. I don't. I don't think there is an age. I think the, when I got married it was too young. Okay. Too young and dumb. Hmm. So I mean, and again, this is open discussion. There's no right or wrong. Why are, in your opinions, do you think uh, like people are waiting longer to get married? I'm going to say fifty. You're going to say fifties. I would say fifty. So no kids, no nothing, or you can have kids, be in a relationship, and then get married at fifty, or just wait till you're fifty to get <sighs> married and then. I don't think there's any right or wrong here, but no. why do you think people are... Um, they rush. Yeah. They think it's forever. And we know nothing's ever forever. That's but true. In our minds, you know, being that young, you think you know everything. And maybe this is just because I've learned and been through trials and tribulations of it. But I think what's an adequate time now, we're like, man, damn, I wish I wouldn't get married to like maybe now. Hmm. Or maybe even 40. I'll say even 40. Between 40 and 50 is, I think, when you're really, really established and you know yourself and you know everything about life that's been put in front of you, for the most part. Mm -hmm. I just think it's good because sometimes we trip. And when we trip and it's that second love that you're like, damn. But you didn't know that. You thought that first one. No, no. You didn't know any different, right? No. So, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of 30-some-year-olds. I've got a daughter that's going to be close to 30 soon, and I don't even know if getting married's on her radar right now. Right. And then my daughter, Brianna, to have a family. You know, will one day I become a grandparent? I don't know. May not be. She may think, like, well, you know, I'm just not ready for it. And, you know, I've had a candid conversation with her, and I said, you know, what do you think? And you guys going to eventually, you know, because this is kind of the way that we were brought up. Well, with, think of the era that they're in. Yeah. Compared to the era we were. That's what she said. She goes, like Dad, taboo. I'm not going to bring kids into this world. She you goes, got a kid? Well, you guys should get married. Yeah. Aunts and uncles, why aren't you guys married? Right. Yeah. Screw you. Dumb you. So that was a thing to do back 25, 30 years ago. And I understand. And I, I do have respect for some of these people that are waiting. And Absolutely. Does, doesn't mean it's wrong. Yes. Maybe it's just the day and time we live in now. And it, quite honestly, like you said, you got to go live a little bit of your life. And you're not really living much of your life Them in the early days 20s. we don't see anymore, B. We yeah. don't see of our parents like that, that are still around together. Yep. We don't see that today. We it's see true. numerous relationships numerous marriages you've been married five times are you kidding me it's not uncommon to find no. people have been married two three oh. sometimes four times oh, no, now. Like, God, wow, oh, no. man, you, after a third i would say in my mind if that was a crazy number 
I wouldn't want to get married anymore. Probably wrap it up. Just just wrap it up and just say I'm gonna stay a you know single the rest of my single life. Single and jingle down there. You know, but I mean that kind of makes sense. You know, you think about the world we live in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean that would play into that. I would think. What I do think you think, you, Philly? You got temptation that's higher than ever. Oh, Everything's yeah. at your fingertips now. Um, I think for women, they want always. You know, it's like a security thing and a loyalty thing, right? You're you're vowing to a person mm-hmm. and you want to be loyal. But I also think it's so many bad situations that we've had because we all know the divorce rate is high, yes. particularly after COVID, too. Um, when you spend all that time with one another, you've seen the divorce rate spike. So I think that scares people off, too. Social and, media, too. And when you see the system constructed the way it is where mm-hmm. a lot of men kind of get screwed. When it comes to the divorce, I think that scares men off, too. You know, so you really have to trust and love somebody deeply to make that commitment. And I I do feel like people don't try as hard as they used to, like your guys' generation. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I think people are just easy to walk away and come up with an excuse or a reason to stop as opposed to fighting through things. So I think it's a a ton of reasons, Mm -hmm. you know, but I also think it's very situational. So... You got to do what's best for you. And if that's not getting married, waiting, getting all your ducks in a row, you have to be happy as an individual. Otherwise, it ain't going to work anyway. Yeah, because you've seen so. many people, you're like, damn, he's getting married at 61, but he's had three or four kids. He just didn't want to be married at that time. And, and maybe they're not even the one he's marrying. That's their mother. It's just... Well, maybe everything's out of the system. Yes. You just want a, uh, someone to settle down with and enjoy the latter parts of your life with. There ain't nothing wrong with that either. No, right. You know, right. Not at all. all. I, I agree with you guys. There's no way to wrong answer. I'm just, you know, you see it more and more, and you're yes. like, well, I wonder, you know, you know, take it out to the streets and ask someone in their, you know, late 20s, early 30s, yeah. why, and you'll probably get 10 different answers. Do you ever think, yeah. though, when you see somebody young, and you say, this poor bastard, he's spending about 35000 on that wedding, and you probably won't even be married in the next five years. You know what I mean? Because his best friend, you can see he's hanging on the wife, and the wife's all hanging on him. And you're like, what the, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And, and more than likely, when you see down the road, you're like, I could have picked it off right there. It just extravaganza because you think you have to please everyone else that's there. Yeah. And I think you need to really find yourself and explore. And when I say explode, I've explored a lot. A lot right. Plenty, 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 plenty. <laughs> Uh, but uh, besides my point, um, I know I was too young. I just didn't care. And you you take from other things and you take from other people. You know what I mean? Because it, it was something you thought you needed to do but wasn't in it to win it. You know, I look back and go, hey, I wish I'd be on a podium. Hey, we're celebrating your 60th anniversary. I'll never have that. But you know, kudos that's to those okay. people too, right? right? Yes, because absolutely. That's an extravagant feat. And absolutely, very, very commendable. So yes, that's, yeah, that's a great thing too. Yeah. So that's an interesting subject. Uh, so the wildfires, guys. We were talking about this uh, last podcast. So I got a little bit of a news clip here. If you don't mind, to play this. Well, you know, no matter which community you're in in southeast Michigan, you've had to deal with those wildfires. They cast a real haze over the area, giving us breathing problems, itchy eyes, and for some folks, coughs. Well, experts say those wildfires are not over yet, and extended, repeated exposure can cause problems that may not be evident for years. 
It's a beautiful summer morning, and Kendra Barclay is getting her steps in now that the weather has cleared up. The goal was for me to get out and walk every day. Kendra says the smoke from the Canadian wildfires has made it hard to get going with her summer exercise routine. I just wanted to keep myself healthy, and so there were days where I decided not to just to be on the safe side. But Dr. Devang Doshi, a pulmonologist with Corwell Health Royal Oak, says that was a good call. Increase in pollution outside in the environment is going to have a short-term implication on people that are even healthy. That can also affect people in the long term as well. Dr. Doshi says short-term impacts of exposure to wildfire smoke can include chest tightness, shortness of breath, cough, congestion, and nose, throat, and eye irritation. But long-term, he says, repeated exposure can accelerate the development of lifelong conditions to those predisposed to asthma, COPD, and emphysema, even if the smoke isn't causing you problems right now. We may not experience symptoms today. Those effects may show up later in life, and it could be because of what we're experiencing today. In addition to potentially accelerating underlying disease, exposure to wildfire smoke places a greater strain on the heart. Heart has to work faster and harder to supply the same amount of oxygen to the body um, as as it normally would with a slower heart rate. Research released in 2022 shows that it can affect the brain as well because the smoke particles are so small they cross the blood brain barrier. That study shows reduced cognitive function in the hours immediately after smoke exposure. The thicker the smoke, the worse the performance. So what do you guys think of that? So now they're now they're putting all of this stuff together to say that there is some long term to this. We only ain't seen a snippet of it here a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. People out in California have been dealing it you know, dealing with this for years now and these wildfires that are still burning. I believe they're at they're they're at higher risk. You know what I mean? We may have had little stiffles. You know what I'm saying? I had the dry eyes, the dry mouth, dry tongue. You know, like like it was different than before. But I mean, look what we deal with every day on a daily basis. Industry, you know, going downtown, delivering food, delivering pops, delivering this and that. We get in the air. We're amongst thousands of things. Mm-hmm. COVID. I mean, it's always something else. It, it, it could. You can't guarantee me. Only the man above knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, he calls the shots. Like, you can predict. You can assume. Um, I know it's a heads up. But uh, I I would believe that uh, I just can't see a healthy person because you have a glimpse of air like that over the few, you know, what, couple days or something like that. That Oh, it won't do it now, but in 10 years, you you may be full-blown lung this, and I just can't see that. Yeah, I don't think I'm buying into it either. Yeah. I think with all the stuff we're exposed to, Mm -hmm. I think your body is is very strong, stronger than we even know. Yes. And it fights off things, like, almost instantly. Yeah. You know, so uh, there's a lot of allergens, pollutants out there, so I'm not going to get up in arms about it. It's Yeah, it's scary, but mm-hmm. if you dive too deep, I think you can get yourself in a frenzy. You oh, yeah, I mean? right, yeah, bad, bad. I'm just not willing to go down Because look at cars going. Yet. When cars are running, that's gas burning right there yeah. by you. Yeah, but I think this is bigger than that. I think not just a wildfire. I think we're looking at some serious global warming going on right now. Look at the temperatures down in oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look what's, going on. look what's going on out west. We're talking two, three straight mm-hmm. weeks of 100-degree temperatures. Not in my day. I don't know about you guys. But that's really affecting where, you know, Mother Nature can be affected by wildfires and things like that. You see it in the Bible. They told you in the Bible about it. Yeah, so it makes you wonder, is this like, you know, they're talking about it, yes, to bring people, aware, bring awareness to it. But at the same time, this is something that's going to be 
something we're going to deal with, I think, long term. Uh, not just in Michigan, but I'm talking overall because every summer it seems to get hotter and hotter and hotter. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes you wonder, and this is a whole different subject, is global warming really happening? I believe it is. When you, know, you mess with global warming, that's what you get. You know, so that's why, you know, electric cars and don't run your lawnmowers at this time of the day and you got to have an off day for this. And, you know, it's just really, you know, the world we're living in, even going back to talking about people getting married, things are changing. Mm -hmm. This whole world is changing. And this is just one part of it, you know, talking about how it can affect maybe 30 years from now. We may have wildfires every summer in Michigan, for all we know, if they're burning up in Canada. And we've had them here in Michigan. So... Yeah, I don't want to read too much into it, but I think it's prevalent enough to think that there's more to this that's going to come out in the end. You shouldn't play with Mother Nature. Right. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's all I had, Philly. All right, so did you guys hear about this? uh, Was it Mark Zuckerberg? and Is he fighting Elon Musk, apparently? They're going to have a boxing match? I've heard about it. Is it real? Freaking dorks, dude. (laughs) The guy from Facebook, so he's training. He's looking jacked. I mean, this is just a tech guy, right? He wants to get in the ring. It's all for show. It's all for money. You know, how do you guys feel about these? Like, it's almost like a real life celebrity death match. Remember that on MTV back in the day? That was something that was popular since around the nineties. I, I mean, I think it's cool. Them two idiots, yeah. uh, goofs. I'd say goof. Fucking goof. Um, yeah, I think Zuckerberg's probably going to get knocked out. What's going to happen? Who, who's the winner? Uh, I think Musk wins. But he's a goof, too. Bezos from Amazon is becoming like yeah. a multi-million dollar fight ring or something. Billionaires beating they up just, on billionaires. They had them celebrity fight, and they were cool. I want to see Joe Biden and Trump fight. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be We're going to celebrity matches. Fuck it. Let's just do they it. They could put that awesome. on pay-per-view. And I guarantee you, they would record hit. I guarantee you. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Maybe even more than Mayweather. That's just nuts. There's no doubt. (laughs) So is this thing real you're talking about? Yeah, they're trying to do it. It's supposed to happen. Wow. I uh, I don't know all the details on when it's supposed to happen. Dana White's involved, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's happening. It'll happen. And then, uh, so Elon Musk better be careful. So Meta, which is Instagram and Facebook... Um, surpasses 100 million users in five days while Twitter uh, traffic tanks. So he basically spent billions of dollars on Twitter, and the entire format is just plummeting. He's changing things, you know, regulations. And I was never really a big Twitter guy. Me neither. I never really tried it. B, have you ever been on Twitter? Mm-mm. Just not my thing. It's, you know, there's so many other forms of social media I'd rather be on, but... Yeah, so there's that too, and that was just such a big deal that acquisition is just not not going well. I like Tinder. Tinder's out now. This one in hot off the press from Just James in New York. So identical twins make 15k a month selling identical feet pics. What do you guys think feet about pics. that? So wow. Feet Finder is absolutely real. <laughs> Feetfinders.com. <laughs> it's a real thing. Absolute real thing. Oh wow. So yeah. Interesting stuff there, huh? It's not global warming, but... You you can't say he's wrong. I mean, there's a lot of men that are in feet. Yeah. They like them pretty toes, and maybe they look at them a little cocks. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They love them feet. Who is your daddy, uh, and what does he do? Is it the form, the arch? Is it... What turns you on about it? But, dude, they're identical twins. So, identical feet? So do you know which one you want? It's like, oh, they're twins. You got her, you know, this foot and that foot. They look the same, but I'm still going to pound off to it no matter what. <laughs> what do you do? 
What, what if they got on? a crooked big toe? Right. What if they got a bunion? You're like, ah, oh, that does it for me right there. <laughs> I seen someone with a crooked bent end to the right, and I was like, it looked like a little clamper. Come on. I'm like, Oh, that's you just never know. It's amazing. So since we're on episode 90s, um, before we get into the fives, I just want to go over a few things. Um, so the 90s is often remembered as a decade of relative peace and prosperity. The Soviet Union fell, ending the decades-long Cold War and the rise of the Internet, ushered in a radical new era, era of communication, business, and entertainment. So I got Philly's five facts of the 90s. You guys ready? Ready. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you remember this. Pepsi tested around 3,000 variations for Crystal Pepsi, which was still not enough. All that effort for a drink that was launched in 1992 and gone by 94. Did you try it? I remember it. Yeah, absolutely. No. They brought it no. back, too, recently. I think about a year or two ago, they they brought it back again. Pepsi Crystal? Yeah, Crystal yeah. Pepsi. Never. Um, yeah, junk. Never. Never. Number two, pogs were banned from schools around the country. Pogs. Those little circles of cardboard were banned at many schools in the 90s because people thought they promoted gambling. Little did they know, pogs are worthless. Do you guys know what pogs are? Them little round things with the... Uh, yeah, and then you like you got to slam them with the heavier ones. Yeah, and whoever yeah. Whoever flips up more, like, yeah. you know, wins the stack or whatever. I never was into it. Yeah, I kind of dabbled back yeah. in the day. Uh, so Michael Jordan won six NBA titles in eight years. 91 through 93, 96 through 98. Jordan may have gotten rich off the Air Jordans, but he wanted to wear Adidas. Do you guys know that? In fact, he brought them his Nike contract and said if they could match it or come close to, he'd sign with them. Never knew that. But they never did. Did not know that. That could have changed the course of shoe game history. Yes. Number four, 80 members of the crew from the movie Titanic got sick on the same day. Some were even hospitalized due to hallucinations turned out that someone had spiked the lobster chowder with PCP. Wow. Why were they spiking the chowder? The, the fucking chowder. Chowder. They should have had a fucking salad. <laughs> All right, number five. Those chokers everyone wore during high school. Remember the ladies wore those choker chains? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of history here, Tom. Damn it. Damn it, but <laughs> You may remember that choker necklaces made a comeback in the 90s. Throughout history, they've had different implications. Like during the French Revolution, some women wore red ribbons around their neck to pay tribute to those who have been executed. In the 1980s, it was a way to identify prostitution. So, Damn. <clears throat> they came back for various reasons. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys feel like fashion kind of comes back and repeats itself over time? I believe so. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we talked about... Jean jackets a few podcasts ago. You know that became that was a big thing back in our day. Hollywood. Some still wear it. I call them the eighty chicks. Yeah, but I mean they yeah. are. You're starting to see a lot more of these things, and I like the style. I think mm-hmm. the jean, the denim look is pretty, pretty I believe sweet. It's a trend. They see someone doing it. Like you could pull up your one pant leg up to your knee and fold it. Someone sees you do it, you'll start seeing a trend. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was going to do that. The break dancers from the '90s. Yeah, I mean, course, it happened. Leg up, throw my bucket hat on. You know what I'm saying? It just it happens. It it's the molds are coming back again. No, that's a bad look, man. It's horrible. Seriously, you see them you see more and more. Like last night, I'm watching these guys at the All Star game. These molds. 
You see a mall, you see the guy just ass stinks, dude. Oh, you know what it is? Look at Dom Dom. Joe Dirt. Dom Dom Dom. Yeah, mullets come back, man. I think I'm moving to a different country. Yeah. I mean, I watched the All-Star Home Run Derby last night. You must be referencing the guy that was walking around with the microphone yes, with yes. The, during the uh, breaks. You'll have that. guys wearing STP hats, and they'll be folded, and you'll yeah. start wearing – you'll see it. it it'll – it revolutionizes itself. You know what? Yeah. I, what the fashion that I still don't get, and it's it's here now. The the jeans that are all shredded up, like literally, like just cuts and rips and shreds, and it's like that's called designer now. You know, you got fashion, fashion, yeah. but they look like they went through a wood chipper, and it's like, man, hundred bucks. My daughter's wearing a pair of these things a couple times. I'm like. What the, what's going on with your jeans? Showing you a little a skin, style. but not everything. You're yeah, just but dude, a little some of them are like really bad. Like, I, I don't know if they did them themselves, but they are. These just, people are taking jeans and bleaching them themselves, hanging them up in their shower, uh, yeah, and splatting. And, and they're they're like they go and pay one hundred and fifty dollars for these jeans when you can do it at home. But dude, like a whole swatch of like denim missing from the leg, oh. and it's just like that's the style. Like no man, there's. Probably homeless people that are dressing better than that, but do you think that? I mean, what about me, the hair coloring? All the blue and the red. Oh and god, my boss. My boss. She, she's got pink. Yeah, can't do it. She's had blue and pink. Can't do it. You can't do it. I no, do, I but do it like, fits her. I do like the ripped jeans though. I, I got, yeah, I got two certain pair. style. It's not them. like all legs showing or nothing. Yeah, I'll little, find little a couple yeah. that look like. You shit. know what's really bad when they got them on? You see the meat cut in each one. <laughs> Yeah. That's real bad. And you know what's up with the women with the camel toes? I mean, you see a lot of that going on right now. You know, and I'm going to talk about it because it's out there, dude. I mean, like you know, if a chick had a camel toe, she'd be a little conscious of it. What about long ass? The long ass is the same way. <laughs> crack is all let's, let's not wear fucking halter tops if yeah, you've got please. three spare tires. Please just don't. don't do that. I'm not judging, but I'm saying like, what's up with some of the styles, bro? Like, there's just look like a camel's knuckle. Like, I'm literally, I'm not lying, Phil. They want to be seen. out here like a big push. I'm like, I'm like what's up they with that? They want to be that thing. They want to be seen. Is that an attention getter? Like, look at me. I, I I'm reaching so. for the bag of free chips, you, and I got this fucking, you know, camel knuckle. You got to know. That's the only bad thing is there's like so... There's less to the imagination nowadays because it's all out there on Front yeah, Street, bro. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I, I wish there was a little bit more kept in at times, especially like when you're out and about. You know, I get it. If you're an Instagram model Classy or something, woman. that's fine. That's basically just soft porn. But, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> well, here's another one. The all-natural thing. Now, Okay, I'm all for the all-natural thing. My daughter has a friend, and she's become like this holistic person. It's all about all-natural herbal ingredients and teas and lotions and potions no shaving of the armpits no shaving like and a good looking girl too and i'm like what happened to her mm. like where does it stop guys i mean is that am i like in am i under a mushroom do you guys like that like what if you were out with your girl and she's you ain't seen her in a week it's like hey hon give me a hug and also you see this growth going up in like a big hairy armpit would that turn you on bro <laughs> no hell no come on man <laughs> no way can't I would definitely it. talk to her. You yeah, gotta get yeah. rid of that. <laughs> you gotta do something about that right yeah. now. And you better have that bag of money under that pillow yeah, when I get there. Right there. <laughs> I'm gonna shit right now. Damn it! You got these nail wipes right there. Some, you know, it's, some don't feel like. Well, I'm gonna worry on it. You're not grooming yourself. You're not womanscaping yourself. Right. There's a level of hygiene. Yes, man. you can't yeah. care yourself, yeah. man. But you notice. When a woman wears that, she wants to be seen. They they know they know when they're going out and they're in the, the mirror, 
They know what that bitch looks what, like. What'd you call it? Long ass? Oh, oh yeah. Long <laughs> ass. That, 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 I mean, we're going to fucking it's part coin of the, that, It's bro. part of the back <laughs> right. and the bottom of the ass cheek. Right. It kind of all goes together. And what, <laughs> what if they're wearing a really... And we're not just picking out women here, because there's some dudes that need to go to fashion school, oh, too. Oh, Look, I'm no savant, man. Look, I'm not going to be gracing the cover of GQ anytime soon, all right? But even, like, some of the women, they're wearing, like, the tight, like, short shorts, and they got their back folding, and it looks like an extended ass crack. That That's worrisome. <laughs> yeah, it's... Really? I'm like, did you like, get a wet wipe and wipe that out? Or if you, you didn't know, that? if you didn't know from, the front of the back got chichis on both sides. For real, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come them, on, them, them chochos. Right, man. Yeah, it's like self awareness, man. You gotta know your flaws, and you know. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah. And, and you know the women that do. Yeah. Some things ain't right, guys. I'm just saying. You know but you know. notice some women. They do, you know, they're a little bit bigger thing because you know they're conscious of themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll they'll dress themselves. You know, and you're like, okay. We got you, big so, girl. Snatch. Let me ask you this. Samuel, do you like Bush? <laughs> Are we talking the beverage Bush? No. Some say I don't play with a full deck, but at least I play the game. You understand? I'm talking Bush Bush. <laughs> I, I took this whole conversation. Oh, with a different wow. Valid question. Well, I'll tell you what. I used to have a fetish. Oh, yeah. When I was younger, yeah. <laughs> wow, she's got hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was a thing back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it was like, wow. You know what I mean? How does it feel to be so fierce? Just, ama- just amazing, man. Like, um, I think nowadays it's um, some women are just, you know, uh, uh, thin and tight. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe one little real tight line, or just it's bald, and that could be freaky sometimes, man. Like so, Master B, what do you think? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like a little bush? Yeah, I mean, there's a natural. I, look, I ain't going for the '70s thing. I am against that. All right, <laughs> like if I see you walking around in your panties and there's a bunch of shit look like buckwheats in a headlock between your legs, that shit's got to be trimmed. I right? that ain't gonna work. But um, yeah, I think you know. I think having it neat and tidy is pretty good. I think that's important. Yeah. You know, yeah. going with the you know the bald beaver look. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it's okay. But you know, is that really what like you know? My doctor told me. You know, I told him, hey doc, is it, is it okay to manscape and like shave it all off? I mean, this conversation I had with my doc. You know, mm. it's like, well, you know, there's a purpose for your pubes and all that. How the fuck do we get in this conversation? Yeah, keep going. All right, anyways, <laughs> right, so we're gonna go there. So I asked my doc about it, and he's like, you know, you want You don't want to go all the way out. He goes because you know, yeah, that's there's a purpose for all that, and I think for women it's even more important, right? So yeah. I think they have to, but I think grooming's definitely something I would prefer over, yeah. you know, the all natural. Like yeah. you know, yeah. damn girl, what you you blowed it down there? What's <laughs> up? Now I just ain't shaved my bush in three years. No, damn. yeah, like I definitely like some down there. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, currently yeah. groomed makes you feel like you with a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Feel that exactly. Oh. Mm. Can't wait for the feedback on this segment of the podcast. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the fives of the week. Yes. And now, our feature presentation. Boys, episode 90. It is now time for the Fives of the Week, as always, brought to you by 24th Street Pizza and Oscar's Barbershop. So today we are doing 90s favorites. We're going to throw it yes. back to the 90s today. For back sure. The 90s. You know, there's plenty to like. 
Um, also, this year, I put out a Facebook post yesterday. I'm going to share some answers from them at the end. Yes. We'll let us do our thing first. So, with that being said, and what not, and what have you, and blase splay. Yeah. Mr. Apples Nads, go ahead and start us all. Zamya, Zamya. Zamya. Um, my number one, or go through all five, would you like them? How would, what particular? No, one at a time. We'll split okay. it around. Oh, the 90s were great. <laughs> the 90s were great. Um, there's so many things about the 90s that I love so much. Um, you know, all before the, the prep, before the world was going to end when it turned 2000. Hmm. And you were holding on that 1999. Um, but I'm going to say one of mine was getting my job at Chrysler. In 1993, the transformation of the new Dodge Ram compared to the one that they ran for like 20 years, the square front, and when this one came out, it had curves of a woman. I, I Going on almost 30 years there, and that was one of the biggest things in my life in, in 1993 was being able to be part of that Chrysler team to be there and still be there. And blessed, it's given me a lot of things for me and my family. Um, and I'm just blessed. That was one of my, my great things in the 90s. Nice. I like yes. that. It's a personal one, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we're going to share some different perspectives. Oh, yeah. You guys are on the same age. I'm, I was more of a, a teenager, yeah. younger Absolutely. cat back then. But Good stuff. I think that is great. So, GMB, over to you. Uh, truth was, I was still a teenager in the '90s. I just never grew up. I just I kept the teenager's attitude. Uh, on a personal note, like Hollywood, uh, his may have been job. Mine was when I uh, started my family back in. The, mm. You know, I got married in '92, had my first uh, child in '94, then another one in '97. My daughter Allie. So, if nice. I think, and there's a lot of things from the '90s that we can talk about, and I've got plenty of them. But I, I think for me, thinking back, if I had to pick my top one, it was. You know, starting a family, that was a big yeah. deal for me. And that was kind of like, you know, I was young. You know, we talked about being young, and I was unsure, and but I did it. And how old were you when you did your first one, if you don't mind me asking? I was 24. 24. Hollywood, how old were you? I was 18. Wow. Yeah. And I was 20, so yeah. yeah we were so, all fairly young. Well, all fairly young. young dad, yeah, young but, dad uh, rough. Yeah, for me, it was definitely uh, starting the family and having children and stuff like that. So for me, the 90s, are that's kind of like the big starter right there for me no that's a great one that's a special moment that i think we'll all agree with um for me this is my first and foremost one was just being a kid life was so simple no responsibilities yeah you know i remember in particular just living free i loved going to my grandparents house spend the night at a routine every monday night i'd go to my grandma and grandpa's house watch wrestling they buy me jets pizza the bottle of coke the yada 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 always look forward to that going on the boat fishing with my grandpa you know we grew up in a townhouse community so we were always in the field playing football tennis court playing basketball winter playing hockey um you know video games just running the streets till the uh till the lights came on man mm-hmm. you know i just those are just such simpler times and i'll never forget it and as hard as life was at times man childhood was great yeah. And you don't see as much of that. And when I do see it, I really enjoy it because it takes me back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, I loved it, man. I just hope kids can enjoy that and remember that as they grow older. Yeah. Absolutely, without a doubt. That's a good one. It is. Very good one. Back to you, Mr. Apple Snatch. Um, another, you know, 90s was 
having my three oldest children. Rico, Mariah, Mateo. 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 Your last name's Bush. <laughs> um, I remember when Rico came. You were the most beautiful babies. You know, then you had Mariah, short teeth, and, you know, Mateo looked just like his brother Rico. Mm-hmm. But Mateo was knockout. The doctor happened to be Mateo, you yeah. know. Uh, and he was almost born on my birthday, 15 minutes shy. Nice. You still shortcomings, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was one of my good good things um, of my nineties was my three oldest kids having them in the nineties. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, amazing. And shout out to Mateo because he's going to be a papa. Mateo. Whitmer, over to you, V. All right, so. As much as I love my 80s music, there's a lot of music of the 90s that came out. And I'm just going to rattle off. These are bands that were popular in the 90s. So Nirvana, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Green Day, Pearl Jam, The Smashing Pumpkins, Radiohead, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Foo Fighters, R.E.M., Blink-182. Tons of that West Coast Mm -hmm. influx started coming in, call it grunge. But some of the stuff was really good. Like I I love Stone Temple Pilots, probably one of my all-time favorite groups. Um, just there's a lot of good music that came of it, and it really kind of changed that 80s pop culture, you know, from what we got used to with the synthesizers and, you know, the Madonna yeah. and the Prince and all that. Although I love Prince and all that, the music was starting to date itself. And then, you know, here comes Nirvana, mm. and, and you're like, what the hell is this? And you had techno, too, coming. Yeah, you had night. a bunch of different beats that were coming along the scene. I mean, you know, heavy metal bands like Pantera, Korn, Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of music that came out in the 90s that I still listen to equally as much as I do my 80s stuff. So music had a lot to do with the remembrance of the 90s for me. Absolutely, man. I, most of my playlists, actually, before you guys got here, I was just playing a 90s mix. Just because I was getting in the in the mood, and I, it's always my go-to. I love it, man. All those bands you just named, phenomenal. Do you remember the Chub Rock 1990 song? Chub, Chub Rock. Rock 1990, right in the song. That was one of the best <laughs> ever. <laughs> I can't say that I do, though, Don, man. Hold on, man. Bad tune. Nice. Well, I'm going to be on par with B. My number two is... 90s hip hop for me it's it's what i listen to all the time when i'm out and about at yes. the gym uh it just always feel good it's a little bit more harsher lyrics you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but it, it's it's different because hip-hop was really going mainstream and i'm just going to rifle through some of these albums that dropped dr dre the chronic tupac me against the world all eyes on me biggie ready to die Nas, illmatic which some say is the greatest rap album ever mm-hmm. jay-z reasonable doubt the fuji's the score Wu-Tang Clan, Outkast, Big Pun, DMX, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and then you got introduced to Eminem in 1999, and that's when the game started changing. You saw, like, it seems like every decade has their niche, you know, and Eminem kind of kicked that off. That was like the new school, crazy stuff that you never heard before. I remember driving, uh, it was me and my brothers with my grandma Randy, and it was the old CD players in the back of the Jeep. And she couldn't, she couldn't change the CD. He's talking about killing his mom and all that shit. <laughs> She's like, what the hell are you listening to? My God, you boys need to go to church. <laughs> she wanted to send us all off to summer camp. Right. Always <laughs> go to summer camp. Don't you ever, ever put that on again. Yeah. But no, for me, like being, you know, young, I think it was, you know, around 14 by the time we got to the 2000s, getting into high school and stuff. But it, it had such an influence at that time. And it was just so big and mainstream. Uh, and I was really just really into hip-hop then. So 
That's my number two, 90s hip-hop all day, man. Dude, that's a great one because you mentioned a ton of artists right there. Mm-hmm. It's huge, man. That was another big start of another wave yeah. of you know different types of music right there. Yep. And it's still here today. NWA, LL Cool, Rock the Bells. Rock the Bells. Well, yeah, those were guys that are, you know, they were still very relevant. Yes. But they brought the 80s in, just like the yeah. rock bands, Metallica, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, all those guys. They did something. And it's crazy. Then all the, like B said, the grunge started happening. And mm-hmm. then it's like, you open your mind to all this new music. It was just an amazing time. The I mean, 90s were be great. Duplicated. Whoever, did you pick this subject? Who was a subject picker for yeah, this Yeah, we one? were talking about it one day. I'm like, you know what? That'd be a badass time. That's a really good one. This is yeah. a good one. Yeah, for sure. All right, over to you, Hollywood. Um, a memorable moment. Graduated in 1990, I did. Nice. Um, it was the end of school for the rest of my life. Um, moving on, and I remember that moment, just ceremonies and being like, this is the real world now. No more school. Um, I become with a combined school that year. Um. And it was just like, here's the real world now. You're mm-hmm. going into the real, that feeling, you know what I mean? Like that last day of school. Oh, yeah. When when the graduation, we all know when you graduated, it's the end. Mm-hmm. It's now you become an adult. And then you don't know what's going to happen from there. Yeah. And then, you know, other things, you know what I mean? Start having kids and this one's this and that, and that's it. That's such a pivotal point. It's very life. pivotal. Yeah. Very pivotal. And that was in the 90s. That was me. Graduated awesome. in 90. Kicking off the 90s. Yes. All right, GMB. For me, the next one I picked was no social media. You know, and, and this is a good and a bad thing. I get it. Social media is cool for a lot of reasons. We all know it. And the cell phone. Um, you know, cell phones weren't big deal. There wasn't any back in the early 90s. Right. It was a pager. Mm-hmm. You know, there were still a lot of pay phones out. And I know oh, that yeah. might seem kind of like people that are younger than me go, man, you old. But, you know, the truth is... I think that everybody that has these in their hands now, it's almost become a crutch. We sit and stare at them. You could be oh, in a room with somebody and you're distracted because of a phone or you're not spending quality time. We've talked about that before mm-hmm. with the people you should be talking to, you know. And I went off social media last week. Probably noticed this, guys. And no, there weren't very many memes, right? I noticed that. Did you yeah, notice I was pretty tell quiet? Them, yeah. them. Intentional. I'm starting to worry about you. Intentional. Um, <laughs> I got my report from you know Facebook that my my stuff was down twenty percent just nice. a matter of two days, which is great. Mm. And I'm thinking I'm spending six seven hours on this fucking phone. Mm. What could I else be doing with my time? Sure. And I was really productive, but then I got an itch to get back there, right? So it's kind of like an addiction, right? You know, yeah. an alcoholic says I'm clean, I ain't had a drink, but you give them one drink, they go back right so it's easy to fall back into this stuff so when you didn't have it you were doing the things like you said playing you know doing other things keeping yourself occupied so i think it was simpler that way Mm -hmm. um and now i can't imagine being without a phone because everything in our life is pretty much right here yeah right we care credit cards digitally Mm -hmm. everything but um i I think that was kind of a cool thing not the technology quite wasn't there yet it came around the first iphone came out in 2007 Mm. So it seemed like, you know, when that started, everybody had to have one, including yeah. kids now that are only like eight years old. So if you right. leave your phone and you're five miles away, are you turning back to go get it? Or Probably. No? Honestly, yeah, because there's a lot. I mean, you feel like you're missing out on something, an emergency call or something of that sort. I don't look at it like, oh, I'm going to miss out on what's on Facebook, but say something happens. But then you think 
going back further than the 90s, people that didn't have these things, what were they doing? I won't get mine. I'll leave it there. You'll leave it there. So I'll I, leave it there until the end of the day. Kudos to you, man. I mean, I, I literally... And sometimes it's, it's really a mindset. You're like... I don't have to worry about anybody calling me. And if I get there and it happened to me, I just, I just it happened. What if I lost my phone and went into a lake or went into a toilet or this and I didn't have it? It's a break. Yeah. It's a break that I don't even have to worry about anyone calling me, texting me, none of that. It's a good feeling sometimes. It, it, it actually, and I, I like that that answer. Yeah. Uh, would you rather give up your phone or your microwave? Phone. Give up your phone, keep your microwave? Mm-hmm. Uh, I give up on my microwave. Yeah. Yeah, are we because I'm forever. Or are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, just, just, oh, I'd rather cook. Okay, yeah, I'd rather cook than a microwave. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather cook on a stove instead of the mic. Very nice. Yeah, and, I, and, I could live without a microwave. Yeah. yeah. Could you? Mm-hmm. Air fryer, maybe? Yeah. 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 I like the stove better, though. Grill and stove, I got to have, though. Yeah. yeah. And there's just people, I, I guess I'm just throwing mm-hmm. out Fridge and stupid, stove. That's it. Stupid reason is that there's so many people that are. Uh, I watched this one lady lost her phone. We were shopping at one of the grocery stores, and she was freaking out. She couldn't oh, find her phone. Did anybody see it? It's a black. It's got a pink case on it with a black front. Like she was like frantic. And I get it. It's your phone, but man, we'd have to worry about you know '90s. I wasn't there, so I mean, maybe I'm getting a little bit too long on the tooth with this one. But yeah, it seemed simpler back then. No, that's cool. Remember hitting on the landline? Hey, meet me here. Hey, yeah, me yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Call How me, many call times this time? My mom's not going to be. Have long. you used a twelve mile <laughs> and ninety four phone at that gas station? How many mm-hmm. times did you use that cell phone? That, God, uh, that dude. pay phone. You know, doing what you do, Philly, I used to do the same thing, but we used to have to transmit all of our orders mm-hmm. at a pay phone, and you'd have to find a working pay phone and take this little coupler, yeah, plug it into this unit, and it would sound like the startup of AOL. You used to like all that crazy oh, noise. Yeah. And it would transfer all the data from this little computer we had. That's how you transferred through a, yeah. through a telephone line. I remember those days. I was and, just a kid. Do you remember that? Yeah. And, yeah but used to do you it. know what was yeah. so cool? You would call the house. Laurie, Sal's on the phone. Oh, yeah. You're waiting for that. Hello. Yeah. That's all gone now. Yeah. yeah. And dude, what about that? Did you guys, everyone had a house phone at one point. <clears throat> did you have that long cord? Like if you Absolutely. were talking to a girl, like my dad, Papa would yell at me all the time. We had, you know, a long cord on our, on our landline phone. And I've always wanted to have privacy talking to my girl. Mm-hmm. So I went around to the basement. <laughs> and I had to sing stretch out 30 feet. And I'm at the bottom. <laughs> like, I love you too. Then also my dad would be like, Get off that goddamn phone, man! I get stretching my cord out and everything. Right. And I had that thing wrapped around, going all the way to the basement because we didn't oh, yeah. have multiple phones in the house. There's one phone, yeah. and that's how you had to talk to people. You didn't have no privacy. Like, hold on a second, let me get outside and Facetime you. Right. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't win with him. That's Cannot so do true. it. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I was on the phone talking to girls, and you hear that little click. Yep. <laughs> Hang up the phone. Who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> Mom. <laughs> yes. Or some awesome. You. James, that was James awesome. would show up and do the, oh. <laughs> oh. Is Who, that that? Who wants that? <laughs> yeah, that, that? That's something in our life that I could go back to. Could you? I, I mean, could go back to the phone. Call me at my phone. And let's just have a nice conversation on the phone. Out of every 10 people, how many do you think still have a landline phone? Two. I'd say that number's low. I'd say maybe three to four, maybe. I just know like it's kind of a dying thing. Like the older generation, mm-hmm. my mom doesn't even have one. She's yeah, seventy eight. She don't. But um, that's a great question. I wonder how I'm many. Curious. They should do a poll, or we should do some research. How cool though, that. was it 
when you got the dual phones and you could take it out that charger and go walk outside with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, the yeah, one with yeah. the antenna. Yes. Like you used to like, like a freaking oh, like G.I. God. Joe, man. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm on my cordless phone. I'm C-Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, man. I got the best phone sweet. in the world. That may be, but I believe, I believe it'll be high tech. That will make a comeback in about 10 years. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Retro, man. Interesting. Yeah. We'll see. All right, so my number three was when I was a kid, I just I loved Red Wings hockey, and yes. they were so dominant in the 90s and then going into parts of the 2000s, but the 90s, man, those the two uh, championships, uh, three president trophies, I believe, um, they were just phenomenal, man. It, or they had the two president's trophies, best record in the league, and it was just a fun time. It was, this was really hockey town. I mean, Stevie Y, Scotty Bowman, eh? And the Russian Five it was just such a great time. Unbelievable! You never see it again. Um, it inspired like inspired me to play hockey, um, roller hockey. Played ice for a year. Uh, we would always play down uh, in the tennis court when we were kids, and just had a ball, man. I just absolutely loved it. I mean, I got that plaque from when I was a kid. I still have it hanging on my wall. So, Red Wings hockey, we were definitely spoiled. And I told Cheech on uh, Facebook last night. Uh, he posted that too, and I was like, "Yeah, you got one of my fives because." Red Wings hockey was so dope back in the 90s. I'm going to share it with you. Yeah, you got that so, one That's too. the one. I had one of those. That was some of the most iconic hockey. Yeah. And being as it, that had all of the Russians, and it was so unique, and it had yeah. so many different makeups from different countries, but they dominated, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All they were so the Russian damn five. good and fun to watch, man. Yeah. Probert, the guys that would just go out there and crush people. And, yeah. You know, you, you see had, a little bit of that yeah. now, but not quite as much as you no. used to. You had that, then you had the bad boys. Yeah, I actually remember when, um, what was the fight? I think it was the second fight. It was the Wings and the Avalanche, and I was down at the tennis court, and that's when you lived over that way. And I remember running down to his house to watch the fight because everyone was saying, hey, Patrick Waugh and uh, Mike Vernon are fighting, Mm -hmm. so I ran down there. They're like, screw it, you see it, and you're like. (laughs) Dude, when that 8 o'clock hit, hockey night, I mean, you were glued to the TV. It was just such a big. How about when Claude Lemieux? I was when, just looking at all McCarthy man. went after him and got his. He yeah, was oh, yeah. pummeling him, dude. For yeah. that Draper shot. Yeah, yeah, we were blessed. I gotta find that damn fight, dude. That was like some of the best, man. That was a Claude Lemieux. They called him the Turtle. Did you know that? No. Mm-mm. That was his. Uh, that was his nickname. Here's a little clip from that. Uh, Hey, we got to see if we can find this. Decided to go at it and get this over with. And guess what? Claude Lemieux is not turtling on this one. Remember, it was Darren McCarty that whooped up on Lemieux last season, and Lemieux just took it, and he stayed down in the turtle. Well, maybe he's not taking it now. This he called it the turtle. Right That's right. This is a statement by Claude Lemieux to the Detroit Red Wings and Darren McCarty. He obviously was embarrassed that he turtled. And that went on for, like, that was a rivalry, man. That yeah. just went on and on and on. And that's made the, the 90s hockey, man. Oh, yeah. Made you Joey Sockick. Even if you were a fan. Joe Sockick. Yeah, Joe Sockick. Peter Forsberg. Yeah. Forsberg. Unbelievable. Foreskin. <laughs> the Foreskins. Amazing. Rumble Foreskins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time you, Apple Snatch. Over to you. Um, Playing in my last homecoming game. Nice. That was very big for me, um, even though that I was pulled out in the second quarter because I had astronomical numbers. And <laughs> sat me on the bench. <laughs> and I was pissed because I didn't understand why. I'm like, this is my last homecoming game. Well, we're not going to take the integrity of the game. You've already threw for three touchdowns and 200 and some yards already. And I said, Rip. 
So, but you put my receiver in and given a chance to hurting him, you know, it's like, didn't make sense to me, but whatever. So what I did was I tried uh, playing water boy. You know what I mean? I mean, I was still upset. Yeah. But uh, you don't understand that when you're, you know, you're in your senior year and you're like, I'll go on defense. No. But that game we won, you know, beat them by 20 some points. And it was just, uh, it was a good game. I just remember everything the way it started and the crowd was so crazy. It looked like the air was just so different in the fan. It was shaking like this. It was unbelievable, man. Memorial mm-hmm. Field was just unbelievable. A beautiful Saturday morning, the floats. Uh, that was my 90 homecoming. Nice. Beautiful. Nothing like high school football. Mm-mm. I we miss all, it. We yes. all reminisce on it time to time. Yes. That's a good one. Dig it. So we shared the Red Wings, so if you want to skip over to me and then okay. we'll just keep it going. All right. So for me, number four, obviously, uh, with that being said, you all know I'm a big wrestling fan, so the WWE Attitude Era. Nice. I mean, just an amazing time to be a fan. It's kind of like in the early 90s it got stale. I was always a fan. I had action figures, always wanted to go to live events. But this kicked off in 97, the Survivor Series, the Montreal Screwjob. Screwjob, Tom Hill. Where wrestling, you got to peek under the hood where it actually, you found the realism of it mm-hmm. and the business side. And Vince McMahon screwed over Bret Hart, or, um, Shawn Mi- or yeah, Bret Hart, I'm sorry, he gave Shawn Michaels the title. So it kicked off this whole thing of Monday Night Wars between WCW, Ted Turner's company, and Vince McMahon. And... Um, you know, Sable, Sunny, China, you know, these chicks are in Playboy, they're having bra and panty matches. Oh, so yeah. As a young teen, you're just like in awe, like, <laughs> like, oh my God. You know, Jerry Lawler, ah, puppies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> anyway, keep, keep the puppies in there. Uh, the hardcore matches, the tag team matches, and then of course it ended with the everlasting feud of Stone Cold and Vince McMahon, where it's like, you got a, a ruckus employee beating the shit out of his boss, which is not seen before, and it kind of went hand in hand with that whole grunge era with music. So it was like this whole movement that was all intertwined. And you just got to think about the hospital scene when he's <laughs> with the fan off the head. Oh, Amazing man, Austin W. Austin W. Is that mean, when he walked into the hospital room yeah, and beat oh, the God, shit? Yes, out. yes, God, it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, Stone Cold was a megastar. He, he was. Got, he catapulted that era, put wrestling on a different level. Him and The Rock. Mm-hmm. So it was just an awesome time to be a fan. And we like when I get together with the guys, it's we still talk about. And it. And you had Triple H. Yeah. And that you know what I mean. It was it was. How do you compare it to now? It's different because it's so PG now. But it's great storytelling, athleticism, all those things. But it was so uncut back then. Like yes, you got, it was raw. It was literally raw. Yeah, uh, Austin in Detroit drove a zamboni out, started spraying guys with beer. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> you wouldn't see that now. No, that, you know? that I enjoyed. That, that was fun stuff. Do you enjoy it better now that you're a little bit older and you have a little more understanding, or do you enjoy being back in that time? As a kid? I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like when we talk about seeing like a great athlete, like we talk about Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, mm-hmm. seeing those guys firsthand. I'm glad I got to live that as a child because I really I was glued every Monday night. You know, even though I know Raw was taped, but yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, so just glad I lived through that because it made me the fan I am today. Yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I love it. Yeah, man. Great time to be a fan. It's a good one. Over to you, Hollywood. Let's round it out. This is my last one, correct? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Got it!
I'm going to say um, fighting in the 90s. Um, going down to Grand Rapids, winning both of my championships in the 90s um, was a very big time in my life. Um, meeting the people down there that I never even met before. Um, to see, come see me, chant my name. Um, and you'd have to see this Grand Valley Armory. It was it was amazing. It was probably four or 5,000 deep. Big screen up on the corner wall. I mean, you could see the ring, the fight there, if you're not watching there. Unreal. And to win the championships and, and the good people around there, it was just an amazing time in the 90s for that. Yeah. I loved it, you know. I remember going to a couple of your fights. Yes. That was a great time. Yes. It was a cool atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine how that felt. Oh, just, it's a rush. You know, and like I said, being a fighter, and then when my, my boys did it, it gave me a bigger rush getting in the ring, mm-hmm. talking to them. It, it, it. I got more gratitude. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I still love that. I still love that getting the head up underneath the ring and getting in there. And, and it's like that rush that that never leaves you. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But yeah, them titles, 90s. I loved it. Hell yeah, that's a good yes. one. Man. Special. Holly, or, uh, Grandmaster B, over to you. Um, so my next one is CDs. Ah, uh, I mean, these are not even something that ah. registers with our youth right no. now, right? Do you remember we went from cassettes that were just you can make your own mix? I you love can, CDs. Mm. I, they're still the best sound. I mean, I can't tell you how many CDs I probably got hundreds of them in bins somewhere in my house. Some of them were crisp, crisp. crisp. But you know, you think about it, you you won't see a CD player in a newer vehicle because everything's digital now. Everything is, you know, you'll just plug it in and it, there it is. Spotify. You got all this music at your fingertips. Shit, half the stuff we do comes from Spotify. Yeah, it's accessible. Imagine having all that material somewhere. Hold on, I think I do have that Jay Z one. Go down to the bottom shelf, yeah, right there, yeah. third one from the bottom. But the sound of that CD was game changing, right? When you had that digital version of something that you wanted to listen to, you know, I remember um, the Beastie Boys being one of them, licensed to ill. Yes, everybody had that cassette back in my day, back yes. in the eighties, right? Had that, that airplane on it, right, dude? Oh, and yeah. then you popped in the cd and it's like that's crispy yeah that's tight i had a case bro this thick and all i did was lift it up and flip one and it would double like this and yeah man put it in there yeah not there still i still got it at home but yeah i can put it in the garage stereo and play but other than anything else just hit up a button i had my whole collection early 2000s high school era for me got stolen man uh, it was like a hundred the big one 164 disc i think yeah had all my classic albums in there wow out of my car and you know those wow. weren't really they weren't cheap to no, buy a cd not. i mean it was nothing to spend 20 bucks on one cd but that was the shit back in the day you know if you had that cd that player or whatever you had pioneer whatever oh, you yeah. had you know Kenwood, whatever you yeah. went to, uh, you know what was it? Uh, Mickey Shore cartoons. Mickey Shore was the place, right? Where'd you get your radio? Mickey Shore. Mickey Shore, man. man. What is that, man? Yeah, is that like, the, oh, dude, I can't afford that. It's too much. Yeah, Mickey is that Shore. The Pioneer Eleven Thirty A series, <laughs> man. You got the fast forward button, so everything seems so advanced. That's man. still around, ain't it? There on Grass. Well, yeah, yeah. They still do car alarms oh, and everything Shore's like the best, that. Dude. But you just think about it, like man, like all that technology back in the nineties was like cutting edge, man. Like you Remember the that. flip top? Hell yeah, The flip bro. top radio? 
Yeah, oh, I could take it, put it in my pocket. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yep. you could take you could take the the bezel off. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You could just pop it off. You were man. badass if you, you had. You that. had a car worth three hundred bucks. You had a freaking stereo system worth a thousand. You're like, man, I got to take that shit apart. You can't man. play unless you have this. I don't know who's going to steal this thing, man. <laughs> you can't play unless you have this. Right. <laughs> so it, it's kind of crazy, man. You think back to the old CD days, and now we fast forward into modern day. It's all digital. I thought they were going to go, and I wasn't even thinking digital. I'm going, you know, they're, they're going to downsize and have a little CD. <laughs> and now everything's just, they got, the, yes, they got this on your vehicle. You know, we'll give you five ninety nine a month if you sign for the next six months. You know, certain it's like, oh, I'll listen to the radio. Yeah, and yeah. it was like an upcharge. Anytime you went to go get a leased car or something yes, like that, yes. you're like, oh, yeah. does it have a CD player in mm-hmm. it? Uh, no, that's extra. That's going to be 500 extra dollars if you want to add that. That takes your payment up another 20 bucks. How important is it CD? A lot. I'm going to pay 20 bucks at CDs. Well, then yeah. people had a guy that could install them. You know, yeah. on the street, like, hey, this guy can do it for fifty. This guy can do it for hundred. Right? You know you, why is my thing blinking when I play? <laughs> right. You hit the first bump in the road and the thing disconnects. You're like, what happened? I call the guy's number and it's on the landline, of course, and it's disconnected. God damn it, man! He- I'm wondering if I can get one in the truck, though, man, from Mickey Shore. Oh, sure, got can. my screen. Yeah, but they can. There's something they can move and, and add that, dude. That'd be sweet in Alpine. Yeah, or Kenwood. Dude, going, that would be sweet. Going back a couple more generations. Now, this is going back to my dad's day and probably uh, Papa Rubio's days. They had eight track players, oh, dude, man. Yes, Dell TD, dude, they had yeah, the eight tracks. These things look like toasters, right? Like you'd have to put like <laughs> Texas it, toast, bro. right, dude? This thing was like this big square thing, and it had eight tracks on it. So you'd be right in the middle of a song, and it would stop, and it would go to the next track and pick up again. I remember my dad had so well, many. You know, they had them consoles. They just pulled it up, and all the eight tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, crazy, yeah. man. Just for that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Old, old school cats always had. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I would say CDs, man. That was kind of a cutting edge thing back in the nice. days. Remember when the walk? man came out yeah man that oh, was a yeah. big deal he had those headphones yeah. big old square yeah, box could, on the and side they came out with the clip, the clip you yeah you're a badass listen to it walking yeah it man sweet. that dude's got a sony walk man he's the shit man yeah, yeah. That, that transition to the ipod and then now you could just do it all on your phone there it's it crazy. is there it is man oh, that's a great one uh for me obviously you know early 90s just being a young buck it was cartoons man Cartoons were great in the 90s. Absolutely. Doug, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, Street Sharks, Gargoyles. Then uh, later in the 90s, you get the South Parks and the King of the Hills, you know, with a little bit more adult humor. And uh, that was kind of the thing, like the badass mentality. It was a cool thing to watch. Poor Kenny. But South Park. (laughs) No, kids, I'm bad, Kenny. Shut up, you suck. I can't stand you. I hate you, Kenny. I still got that Doug song in my head. <laughs> I loved it, man. I was oh, yes. always glued to the TV, and there's a good, uh, pure moments of childhood. Is it still play? I don't know. I don't see a lot of those anymore. That's a good question. I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched cartoons. I don't know how long, but Dude, there's nothing better than waking up in the morning and watching a good cartoon in the morning. And you don't like, you don't see them anymore. I know. I know. It's it's so, sad. So different, man. I it offends really people. I know. <laughs> Roadrunner and somebody. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with cartoons? I'm still a little kid at heart. Like, I love watching the Flintstones. Dude, the Flintstones yeah. offend somebody. Yeah. Because well, remember the pulling of the hair and all that? Remember when they had that on there? Oh, well, Wilma was a freak. Oh, God. Wilma was, was a horrible. freak and Betty was a swinger. <laughs> Swingers all What are you going to do, man? Fred was taking out the pounds on <laughs> Fred was pounding pound Barney in the shrink. <laughs> Seriously, dude, like, kids wouldn't know like the Fred Flint, like the Flintstones were the shit, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. Simpsons, man. Oh god, that, dude. I mean, you could sit. They were all on like right after each other. Yes. Like, you go from I think Simpsons were on Fox, 
or NBC, and then I'd flip over to Nickelodeon. Remember Fraggle Rock? Donna Fraggle Rock. Donna Fraggle Rock. What else? We grew up on... um, uh, Bugs Bunny Roadrunner? No, the Muppets. The Muppets, yeah. Do you ever watch the Muppets? The Jetsons, uh, I loved them too. They didn't like that. Yeah, Jetsons were good. No, I never watched uh, that one. Jetsons always remind me of that 4 o'clock special when you got home from school. Yeah. So I'm going to go down this uh, Facebook feed and just rattle off a few here. So uh, shout out to my brother, Nick. He's like, them bowl cut haircuts, brass. Salad bowl. I got a picture somewhere I'm going to have to post for people. All three of us had it. It was ridiculous. ridiculous. I don't know what my mom was thinking, man. Your mom cut my hair once, though. Did she? She did, yeah, in the, ba- in the backyard. She's like, sit down, Sal, I can that. do this. She was clean with the fade, but man, like... She didn't do a bad job. She liked it longer on top, so I don't get it. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Bree. She says the cost of living, which is very true. A lot mm-hmm. different nowadays. Uh, Shakara says the clothing, the clothing style. Kids dress like kids. Mess with that. Uh, let's see. Al Gumpzilla says playing football, hockey, wrestling with friends. Uh, backyard wrestling, that was cool. Yes. Christina says beeper codes. Do you guys have beeper codes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Shout out to Sammy, Cheech, the Grunge Rock Invasion, Bomber Jackets, the Wings, and Barry Sanders. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. My boy Troy says, you know, the Walkman. My boy Rob says not having back pain. Very true. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Charday Ch- says Saturday morning cartoons. There you go. Yes, absolutely. Jeff says my old mullet. Andy says, a, Andy says a full head of hair. You follow me? <laughs> Speaking of hair, we do have a picture of Nick. <laughs> Sammy T, getting married, raising kids, and spending time with family. Uh, Julie, Nintendo. So, yeah, a lot of good ones here. Uh, Judah, no responsibility. Rob, not working. Holly, everything. So, oh my. you got anything from common sense to a little yeah. bit more political stuff I'm not going to get into. But, uh, you know, it's it's all good, man. It was a great time to be alive. I'm glad we all got to witness it. Uh, I hope everybody at home got a chance to enjoy this Fives of the Week. So, with that being said and whatnot and what have you, we're going to take a quick pause and we'll be back. The best just keeps on getting better at 24th Street Pizza. They've already been voted the best pizza in St. Clair County, and now they've even expanded their menu with some fantastic new choices. From new pizzas like the margarita and poho mac and cheese pizza, to new subs like the Swedish meatball and Deep South Dill. Plus, 24th Street Pizza now offers poutine, chicken marsala, nacho supreme, and so much more. With over a thousand five-star reviews, it's no surprise that the best keeps on getting better. Find out why today at 24th Street Pizza in Port Huron. Good morning. Who are you? All right, boys, it is now time for the Get to Know Us. And today, Hollywood Apple Snatchers <laughs> asking the questions. Take it away, sir. Listen out there, ladies, very carefully. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know it now? Uh, let's start here with GMB. Oh boy. One smell that you cannot stand. What a nasty question. Very nasty. What smell would that be that you just can't stand? 
just just hero you're like ferocious dude you, you, you can't stand <laughs> well there's several uh we only need I'm going to keep it PG. <laughs> Give me one that's ferocious. Ferocious. Uh, <laughs> one that really trips me. The one that just really trips you. Nail polish remover. You guys probably didn't see that okay. one coming. No. Okay. The, the no. funk okay. of nail polish remover, it's so overwhelmingly strong. Mm. Like when my wife is getting her toes cleaned and I and I'm like, "Open up a goddamn window." Cause it just tidies so, your asshole. Yeah, tidies your asshole. Yeah, and, you know, um, I may have an honorable mention that's uh, off on that one. Is it fish? <laughs> Nail polish on the Okay. Good. Philly too. A smell that attracts your attention. Mm. Does it smell good enough for you in there? I would have to say a real nice perfume. It just tantalizes me at times. You would say that's your... Yes, a nice, sweet perfume. It just, on a woman, just drives me nuts. Tickle your bells, Domino. Tickles me ass Okay. Master B. Oh, boy. The biggest you've ever been. Weight number. The oh. biggest you've ever fucking <laughs> I, been. I was going to say, because it ain't getting bigger. <laughs> oh, hell no. That, that's my wife's reaction to that question. Um, the most I ever weighed. The most you've ever weighed. I, I got your answer, man. 275 pounds. Wow. And and, and I, I got a picture of it. And... It was disgusting. Like you know, like you looked at some pictures yourself. Yep, yep. And something motivated you? Yes. It motivated me. I was brinking on three hundred pounds. Now I'm not a big guy. Right, right. You know, I, I'm five foot eight and a half on my tippy toes. I'm not a big guy. Yeah, because I would never see it like that. I would be oh, like, dude! I mean, I had three chins. I had more chins than a Chinese okay. phone book. Two seventy-five. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It was bad, and it was wow. really. I was heavy, and like everything. I mean, when you know your pants, like I was up to like a forty-two, forty-four waist. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like going into like the department store to buy clothes and everything. I'm like, love that shirt, man, but it just doesn't fit me right. You know, those buttons yeah. were stretching out and. Mm-hmm. I've been up and down my weight my whole life, man. Yeah. I battled the balls my whole life. Been here um, with you. Been here with you. And um, yeah, I don't ever want to go back there again, man. Well, that's good. Yeah. That, that's a good motivation. Two seventy-five. That yes. was the number, dude. And that's the huh. the number that scared the shit out of me. Okay. Good. Very good. Very good. That's like real. Philly, dumb you, dumb you, dumb you. Your biggest pet peeve of a woman. Pet peeve. Pet peeve that you just. <laughs> Yeah, that. Hmm, that's an interesting question, Tommy. Sweet mother of God, what is the holdup? He just asked me. <laughs> I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little finger trigger over here, bro. So if it's that one thing, you're just like, nah, I just can't. I just can't. Hmm. Hmm. What is it? Biggest pet peeve. What's good about it? Them women out there, they're waiting. What he's going to say? What's his answer going to be? I guess if you don't match my effort, it just, it'll shut me down, piss me off. 
Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a fair solid. Enough. That's a solid answer. Yeah. So, ladies, you hear that out there, Tom? You Tom no, piss like off, Tom. You got to bring that energy to right. upset. Bring that energy and that attitude. You got to meet in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And find puss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking for puss. <laughs> that's a good one. Master B, Tom. You. They use that. How many times have you sharded in, in your lifetime? Well, I did tell you I had food poisoning a little over a week ago. I had to dispose of some very nice spider briefs. <laughs> and I'm not lying, guys. You know, it was real. You wore Depends, you said? No, I'm not wearing Depends. And I, never want, I don't want to wear those for a long time, but um, I had a little accident or two. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And it was very embarrassing uh, to the point where if, when my wife does listen to this podcast, she's like, you never told me you shit your pants and threw them out in the garbage. But it did. I did. And, it, and you know, it was, it was like, it just didn't feel right. And I'm like, mm, man, it's a little squishy down there. Don't feel You kind of know. Did you kind of yeah, know that yeah, you sealed past the ass cheeks? Yeah. When I was clenching to get to the bathroom. And it he went just, home and put the power washer. I'm telling you, man, it was it was that just sucks. terrible. That sucks. It was terrible, and and yeah, and it happened recently. I'm not proud of it, but um, you know, unfortunately for me, I was wearing some newer skibs that I just recently purchased. <laughs> you know, the spider ones, man, are really nice. You know, they're like a blend of like that yeah. cotton and everything. You don't want to wear mm-hmm. all cotton, but um, you know, it's a guy thing. You yeah. want your balls sweating, right. but anyways, yeah, I had to dispose of a couple pair of those, and that's uh, I'm gonna say a couple times in the last 10 days, but I have cleaned my ass and I've used a lot of wet wipes, I might say, and I've taken multiple showers since then, but, you know, it's great, everything's good on Abbey Road. Do it, whitey tighties, You know, non, God bless my mom's heart, you know, my dad passed away, he had a lot of clothes, and stuff that was still in packages. Hmm. She's like, Brian, you know, Danny had all these underwear. Like, mm, uh, yeah. Mom. And then she pulls them out. Oh no! Man, wearing no damn fruit and loom. The whitey tighties can't win with him. Cannot can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. No sir. All right, Philly. Damn you. Um, the amount of money that you would spend on a ring for your woman if you was to get married. Hmm. Oh, well, I guess that depends. Isn't there a rule? Like, what is it like? Do you have an amount in your mind that you would say, I'm not going to go over? I don't think that I should go overboard because this is just how I feel. And Or you have a certain amount in your mind, I'm not going to go past this, and that's period. doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, it's hard to put a price point on it, but if I had to, I think I would follow that. The rule is what, three months of your income or something like that? That's what I hear from people. Yeah, I, I, I really wouldn't know. I, I would look probably by the look of it. Yeah. But in I your would, mind? I mean, it would have to just be a feeling at that point. You know, whatever yeah. I feel was right. If it's, you know, you get a good deal, you get the hookup. Or if it's something, you know, that's really you feel strongly about, you go over that. Do you have like a cost in your mind? Like, uh, whoa. Or, yeah, it's not bad. You lack discipline. Get that bell ready, because we going to motherfucking Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, don't ever disrespect me looking like Carrot Top in the hood, you heard? <laughs> uh, if I had to put a price on it, I would say... Man. Um, 
Probably that seven to ten range. Okay. No, okay. I, damn, you're a baller. I was thinking, I mean, I, I, I think, I mean, well, jewelry is expensive. I, my first so, one, I so paid no. like yeah, 2400 and that was back then. That was a lot of money. Yeah. I'm with you, bro. I don't know. I'd probably stay under five. I mean, pertaining, I mean, because it's like, I should be able to give you a piece of string and, and tie it on your finger yeah, and tell yeah, you yeah. how much I love you. And that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we see the gallon, oh, look at my diamond. You know, it's like, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, maybe five to seven sounds more reasonable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, five to seven. Which is still, I mean, very, very nice. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, some, some, you know, talking 12, 15, it's like, no, yeah, nah. that seems a little high. Yeah. I can't do that. that. I'm sorry. That relationship didn't work out. I'm like, hey, you don't mind. Can I get that ring back? Because I still got payments on it. You Baby, are you helping me? Are you helping me with this? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Are you helping me with this pain? Tom, you. Tom, you. Master B. Oh, here we go. Please don't blush here, please. I'm not going to do it. The biggest thing you've ever put in your mouth. Don't ever disrespect me looking like a little Mexican pirate, you heard? Biggest thing ever put in my the mouth. The biggest thing you've ever put in your mouth. Well, I, I was looking for a promotion one year at my job. and. Uh, <laughs> And you want this promotion. What would be the biggest thing you've ever put in your mouth? <laughs> We're not going down there. Now it could I mean you gotta you gotta it could have been as a kid, it could have been adulthood. The biggest thing you've had to put in your mouth. You lack discipline. Gosh man, that's that's a crazy question, man. Um my foot? Put in, but that, I couldn't put my foot in my I, mouth. But, you would know, you like an example? Say, yes, please do. Give me an example. A triple Buford burger. That's oh, what I was saying. We're, we're, talking, we're talking food now. You can take whatever you want. It could be a long <laughs> sausage. It could have been <laughs> It could be Dickinson. <laughs> but the biggest thing where I had to... Or the triple Buford night said, oh, hell no, I'll never do this again. <laughs> Don't not tonight, Cletus. Yeah. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> please, that goddamn please. It, it's funny how he transitions from a Buford, which I'm identifying with that. And Dude, then he goes, it's crazy. sausage. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> like, uh, I'll tell you mine real quick, if you don't mind. No, please go ahead, man. One of those subs from uh, Ventimiglia's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's so massive. I'm like, my jaw hurt after I bit it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Damn. In Philly, if you go with the hard roll, it's even harder yeah. because that thing is crispy and crunchy. Yes. Um, it's got to be food, Hollywood. I would like to say sausage, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be, like you said, sub, that, that was great because that thing is, is, is freaking huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say um, it's food related, and, and Ventimiglia sandwiches are the bomb. Yeah. yeah uh, shout absolutely. out to those guys. Where are they over on Dodge Park and 15. Shut 15. Out. And they're so good. Um, that's the ultimate Italian sub. I'm going to say this one burger that ended up getting when I was on vacation, and it was like a double-decker hamburger, and, you know, most people would cut it in half, and not mm-hmm. me. I I went in there like Guy Fieri, man. I just clinched that thing, and mm. there was an egg on it and all this other. I had shit all over my oh, face, yeah. kind of like when I had the sausage in my mouth <laughs> after. But it was just kind of <laughs> I want that one thing. You take it easy, okay? Yeah, I'm going to say it was probably a big old burger I was trying to stuff in my mouth. It it was (laughs) meat-related. Now, I can tell you what. I had another one. Texas toast, corned beef sandwich. It was a pounder. And and I tried to bite it. That shit just slid. Mm -hmm. And it was like, there's no way. 
Yeah. yeah, I got to take some of this meat out. It was, it was horrible. It was about that to, wide. You been to City Burger yet? No. I, is that a Van Dyke or Mountain? There's one on Van Dyke. There's actually two on uh, Van Dyke. One down there on 12 Mile. One on 15 or 17. Is that by Old Liberty 17. Park? Uh, no, it's a little bit down. That's on Mountain, okay. okay. I think. So they got a. It's a Detroiter. So it's a double. We got the double patty. I'm not talking like a quarter pounder. It's bigger than that. So two full patties with an egg with all the fixins. Fixins. You say the fixins. <laughs> when I went with my brother Andrew, he's like, bro, you got to check this place out. And I was like, I'm going to try, you know, one of the best burgers that they said. I was like you. I had fucking mustard egg all over my face. It was so big. Yeah. But uh, I ate the whole thing. Little Drew sitting here looking at you going, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> did, you, did you see that burger place that's up in Pontiac? No, uh-uh. you can get any burger you want. They'll make it, and that burger's this big. Oh, it's one Come of those on. like flying saucer, like dude. It's that big, and they cut it. You impossible, impossible that that one human can eat that whole thing. You ever see those challenges online? Like, could you eat this? Eat that? Or man oh, versus food? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are crazy. Are to do that. Well, she hit that one time. Yeah, dude. I mean, it'd be more than enough. You're having one. Slice, that's it. Right. Because it's huge. It's like, it's 20, 21 or $22. Me, Mateo, Bowie, and there was two other kids and still had a little leftover. Mm. Wow. Nuts. I couldn't believe how big that thing it was. It was huge. Big as an extra large pizza box. Oh, my. It's a big burger. About that high. Tomio. Yeah, Tomio. Mm. Tomio. Okay, so uh, the big burger in your mouth. <laughs> Philly. Some sort of meat. Yeah, some new, some new. Some, yeah. How many tacos can you hammer down? Ooh. Oh, I could say it used to be a lot. Or like, should I say soft or hard? Does it matter? Hard. <laughs> uh, we used to have taco eating contests in this house. Uh, Who are you? What's the most say, you could polish off? The most? Yes. The most that I have done yeah. is like 10. Okay. But I could probably do a whole 12-pack. I mean, I would pay for it. Feeling bloated, feeling oh, swell. <laughs> I would be swelled up. You getting the meat sweats? Yeah. Yeah, 12 would be really pushing it. You know, just pushing on your stomach. Okay. Just, yeah. I, okay. I bet you I could do it, though. Okay. Fair I'm, enough. I'm not talking, you know, the mini tacos, roll-ups. Like, if, if they're homemade, mm-hmm. yeah, I could do it. Okay. Nice. Master B down there. Sir. One thing that really annoys you about your neighbor. And it could be not the neighbor next door. It could be the one across. It could be some couple down. Something that you're like, damn. It just freaking annoys me. All right. So this thing, I got good And you ain't got to say no names. No, no names. Um, I got, he's a great guy. He's just over the top. When it comes to keeping up his yard, and I almost feel like there may be a little competition going on right now, and that's okay. I'm good with that. But this dude, during the fall, when the leaves are falling, they're falling. You're not going to get every leaf that falls or blows Mm -hmm. from the street or the wind changes and all that. This dude must burn through an oil tanker full of gas every fall, blowing leaves around. And literally, I will watch him through my kitchen window. I'm like, what possibly could he be doing out there for over three hours blowing leaves around? And I mean, when he's done, there ain't one leaf, there ain't one little helicopter on his lawn. The next day, 
the wind shifts, and guess what? All the leaves are back. He's out there doing it again. <laughs> so as much as I love fall and the football and all that kind of stuff, I don't look forward to hearing my neighbor Ed out there with his fucking still blower and <laughs> just going at it for like three, four hours on a Saturday or a Sunday when I'm trying to watch my football. I feel what you say. You know, right? I mean, good dude, man. But uh, so, and, and how I handle that is I'd usually let my dog Bentley go take a dump on his grass. <laughs> like, hey, you see those? We got fucking coyotes in this area. Yes, we do. His name is Bentley. Good guy, but yeah, this, it drives me crazy, man. When you're trying to get that peace and quiet, yeah. and you're looking for that calm, you know, like you know, Saturdays, Sundays, that's relaxing time. I got to shut my windows. I can't listen to it. Can't right. win with them. Can't win with them. Feel you. All righty. Zomnia, Phil, it's Zomnia. These are easy questions. I thought for sure he was coming hard tonight. I, I should have. I was well, almost going to I had to be a little respectful. I was going to take a oh, Dude, it's us. Come on. Yeah. No one gives a shit. I'm, my question isn't going to be easy the next time. <laughs> <laughs> Grit. Uh, Grit. I mean, I do have a fireball. Uh-oh. 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 Um, Philly. So, What number of women have you had through high school? Mm. Wow, I'm telling you. Tell you. <laughs> Thought you put the hashtag on. <laughs> Can I get a number, please? Mm. What's good about it? 9 through 12. Uh, 9 through 12. I would say... Oh, you're getting me back for the question I asked you a couple of weeks ago. No, I just, I, I, I just thought High since school. we got the, yeah, you know, Play enough, boys. Wish. Say ten. Okay. Good number. Yeah. Nice. Say ten. Here's Powerball for Master B. Oh. <laughs> Time's up, sorry. <laughs> uh, Wait, this is lightning round shit right here, is it? Spring break, how many chicks did you bang? <laughs> did you count that? <laughs> all right, all right. So I do have a little story about spring break. Um, I met this chick. Look, man, she was from Ohio. Mm-hmm. And she was beautiful, right? This is like one of those chicks you'd see, and like, man, I ain't even in her league. But she dug me, you know? And it was like, it was a personality thing. I made her laugh. You can make a, a lady laugh, I mean, you know that's part of the mystique, right? You know, mm-hmm. they want humor. And I was always a clown. And I was falling for this chick, man. And I, I was with, I just spent my time with her. It was like weird. Cause so you had five days there, and you only had one chick. And it wasn't like until like the second or third day or like something like that and and we seen each other like we were we were in the club and we were doing club, all this stuff club, you know, Daytona Beach and um man I can't even remember what her name is I can't even remember what she looks like man. I just remember me and my buddy he was falling for her girl her girlfriend and so we're like man we need to drive down to Ohio she lived all the way down like near Columbus like that's not an easy drive from right. Michigan you know mm. it's a pretty long drive um, real nice girl, real fan. I mean, family was like all religious and everything. Lived on this big farm, and uh, this was, you know, this was a girl. Man, but I'm thinking, you know, long distance love affair, man. But um, you know, 
she was freaking the sheets back in the, you know, know back in the saying? day, man. I came to see her, man. She turned all up like prim and proper. I'm like, man, you was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You know, yeah. but she found Jesus down there. Right, 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 right. She came back and straightened her shit out, man. But uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't horn around. I mean, I look at man. That wasn't spring break. It was just the one, man. One, that was okay. it. I'm being Fair truthful. Enough. Fair enough. I'll be a straight and right with All you. All right. All right. Here's, here's Philly's lightning bolt. Bada boom, bada beat. Philly, in your mind as a young man, how many kids did you think in your mind that you were going to have in life that you wanted, that you oh. maybe had a number and said, I would like to have this amount maybe? Yeah, it's that's a good question. Actually, it's it's a specific number, and I wanted four. Okay, I wanted three boys and a girl, ideally. Yes, right? yes, yes. So that, yes, that was absolutely. always the plan. I used to actually talk about that with my first actual girlfriend. Yeah, that's what you wanted. You wanted yeah, four yeah. children. You know, because when nice. you're young, you, you first love, and you talk yeah, yeah. about these things, and um, yeah, it was always four. Okay. Now. <laughs> you want to hear this all that you don't want to hear that yeah we, i always we thought about that. three <laughs> i always thought about three i said three and i ended up having six so okay four that's a good number that's, that's a solid number yeah so you're 36 now mm-hmm. say you get to the age of time and you're going well i'm getting 40 maybe 41 you're still feeling good still feeling young mm-hmm would you see you came across and I'd like to have a couple kids. What do you think about that? Would you be up for it or would you be reluctant to go, well, you know, I'm in my life. Are you going to please her and give her what she wants? And hopefully that would be part you want or you can look more like, well, Looking later on down the road and saying financially and the way things are, you know what I mean? I think it would be the better option to know mm-hmm. and maybe have to walk away and then maybe regret and go, oh, you know what? Maybe I really would have liked closer to that four. Maybe I don't get four, but two or the close three. Well, you know, it's uh, I've been blessed with Mikey and I'm happy if he's my only kid ever. Yes. You know, um, obviously, again, always wanted more. But to answer your question specifically, um, it would be a matter of time at that moment. I honestly can't answer that now. Like, right as of right now, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could say that with a straight face, but, uh, you know, things can change. Situations can change. So. And you're young. Yeah, I'm young enough. I feel like, you know, okay, around 40. Is it ideal? Because I, I was a young father. And I felt mm-hmm. like I was able to keep up with everything, do a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, look and, at Robert De Niro. You know, in a couple of years, I'd be able to walk out his bitch naked, but... Call you dangler, man. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Rumpel Cannot Hulk. coach with him. <laughs> Can't do it. Rumpel Hulk. 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 Rumpel what the fuck is going on here? I mean, that, that's a good answer. So, I mean, this is uh, part of the get to know you, and this is they, they yeah. can see these feelings and and about both of you, and and that's that's a good thing. Well, and you know, with that being said, I got Bella and Ace too. So there's three. There you yeah. go. You know, After all, it's yes, count yes, family. Yes. They have yes, to. Yes, Bella and Splinter Dumb. You. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Great dogs, by the way. Great, beautiful dogs. I love them dogs. That little ace. Something about that character. 
I love yeah. that dog. I like every time I see him, I want to just bundle him up, put him in my truck, and take me home with him. <laughs> he's he's, he's badass. He really is. He's a cool dog. Yes. And, and shout out to Bella too. She's like yes. the daughter I never had because she's been with me through so much stuff. <laughs> she's like, keep playing. I'm gonna get that ass. Very wet and juicy, juicy. The big nose. Yes. So that's awesome. Good job, Hollywood. Good question. So that yeah. does it for the get to know us. Great. You know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas, to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads, the list goes on. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a thousand five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24th streetpizza.com. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. Swing, there's a drive to left. That one is long gone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sports portion of the show. So we are balls deep in the summer, as I said before. And um, I don't know, did you guys see this thing about uh, the MLB wants to tweak the clock before the playoffs? No, I didn't hear hear about that. Yeah, I guess uh, 15 seconds. Come on. What is it right now? 20? I think it's 34. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... 15 seconds between pitches when the bases are empty and 20 seconds when runners are on. So that's a significant swing. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty quick. I don't yeah. know if that's going to fly. Yeah, I think I think what they're like you said the 15 seconds now. Yeah. And I've seen some where I've watched the game and I watched it go to zero and not be called. Right. And then all of a sudden like you should be complaining about it going, "Hey man, look at look at the clock." Yeah. You know, in the clock even when it froze on Cabrera. Right. You know what I mean? He pointed at it. They still called him out. Yeah. You know, I guess the only thing I could see is maybe try to speed up the games because of the inclement weather. Later they are year. better. I, I like the speed of the game. Yeah. I, I do like that. Um, it's a good thing. But try not to tweak too much of the game. Then you take the integrity from the game. Yeah. I mean, these guys have played this way this this year. Just write it out. Yes. You know, I wouldn't yes. make any adjustments just yet. Yeah. No, not. No. I'd, I'd, let, it, I'd let it be a vote. Yeah. So uh, I guess Alvin Kamara... Agrees to plead no contest to lesser charge. Okay. Um, in his involvement in the 2022 fight in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, he can get back on the field and get his shit together. He's an explosive, talented running back. Will he be the same? I don't think so. I think you can kind of see the decline over the last couple seasons. God, dude. What a great running back. Guy you wanted to have on there. Fantasy Bowl, too. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? That, that's right around the corner, too, boys. Mm-hmm. Fantasy yes, football. absolutely. Mm-hmm. We got to be gearing up. Mm-hmm. What Get that book and what have you, what not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than that, I mean, MLB <clears throat> All-Star game. Tonight, yes. Yeah. What do you guys like? I don't know, man. I watched a home run derby yesterday. I like the National League. 
Yeah, they got a lot of good players. Yes, a lot. A lot but, of money yeah. players. Right now it's top two, zero, zero. Okay. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, All-Star Game's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love the home run derby. I watch yeah. it every year. It's it's amazing. You can see how tired those guys were getting towards the end. Kershaw was supposed yeah. to be the starter. He couldn't. Right. Yeah. And then the guy from the Angels that mm-hmm. the one that he couldn't make the game yep. or something like that, um, they had him working over at the restaurant back home. They made him go back. <laughs> Not very bigly. bigly. Not bigly at all. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, no, you come back. You come back. That dude is a spectacle, though. Yes. Man. Oh, my God. He's so I don't so even think good. they have him down as a pitcher. They have him down as a DH. That's the only way he can you bat. You about Otani? Yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. one like that guy. He's no. an amazing player. Because he's the only pitcher that bats. I American know, man. Rare he's talent. great at both whatever he's doing. I'm Phenomenal. like, how do they do that? And they put him down as a DH. Unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe to save him because obviously the All Star Game. Yeah, yeah, you know, but they're like, that's the only way that he he has to literally go down as DH. Yeah, that can pitch. Yep. What about JD Martinez, he's a DH too on the National League. Mm, yeah, he still, played for the. Uh, still doing his thing. Is it the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, LA Dodgers. God, wow, guy's still phenomenal. Hey, who ended up winning that last night? Was it the guy from Toronto that won? Uh, Vladdy Rodriguez yeah, Vladdy Jr. Guerrero. Guerrero, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he he was that's the first time in four years I think he yeah guy he, took he a break. shit the bed. He had thirty seconds to hit just three. Yeah, and he shit the bed. Don't they get like an extra thirty seconds with the gold ball and then the yeah, red yeah, ball? Yeah, yeah, he had that. And he was just tar- he was hitting so many bombs. It's such a production, though. Like the oh, intro God. and everything when they first all came out, they had the fire. It's like you know they got all this stage theatrical shit sweet. going on. Bittersweet, yeah. So yeah. crazy, man. It is cool. Hollywood, over to you. What do you got? Um, first foremost, let's congratulate the Tigers on that no hitter against Toronto. Yeah, yeah. great, uh, great job. Manning, combined, uh, Foley, no-hitter. and Lang. And what was weird because. They were kind of hush hush about it, and you've seen this trans coming forth, and uh, man, were they lights out! And you see that little—they're young, and you see what this Scott guy's trying to build here. Mm-hmm. And they cut scope; they got rid of him finally. Saw that Dang, he wasn't doing shit. And, no. and it, it it took time, and I'm going, please, you got to let this guy go. He, he can he can no longer play. Thank you for the services, but. I see where this guy's vision is and where he's trying to go, and he's going to land big. I think he's flaunting some of these players to see what he can get for them, you know. Um, but yeah, so Lane comes in, he does that, he goes in the next night, games on the line, same thing. He's got to face them, same three batters when he came in. <laughs> Unbelievable! I'm like. How's that happen? Well, what's your take on it right now as it stands? If you're the GM, I mean, you're five and a half out. At this point, are you going to You still have going? a chance. You're at the break right now, but if you go into the deadline, are you selling or are you, you staying put? I'm selling some of my youth that I can get something for, but I have to get a power hitter and build around Turnable, um, Scooble, these young guys, mm-hmm. Baez, um, Abanez, Torque. I have to. Cabby, Cabby is going to release so much when he's done at the end of the year. It's going to be amazing to fill that a spot for him with some power hitter. We did good in the draft. Max Franklin, a left-handed hitter who hits bombs, who's got speed, and it's going to be a couple years for him, probably three years. Mm-hmm. But this kid's going to be sweet, dude. You know, um, you got Green, Badu. He's got to get it together. 
but yeah. he may be able to help another team. Carpenter. Sure. You got that McKinnistry guy who's a veteran. Very good. And you got um, Miss Nick and you got uh, Versailles. Maton's down. He probably ain't never going to come back. Okay. And this guy's going to try to piece and see what he can get. Eduardo Rodriguez. We may have seen the last days of him, but he'll help somebody else out. But we're going to get something for him. So you're saying they're going to fire sale players and maybe try to so. get one guy from next year. Still trying to go for the, yeah. Five and a half is not a long. No, I mean, no. That's a shit shit They're division. still going to push for it. But to go all in and try to go, well, we're going to try to get deep in the playoffs. I don't probably think not going to happen. No. But we're going to get them pieces that are going to be there for next year. Oh, you know, yeah. Once they free up Cabrera's money. Yes. Right? And they yes. have, they have a big, another bigger pot of money to play with. Yes. Now they, they might start yes. contending with some players. Yes. But you never know. All you all you got to do is go on a six, seven game hot streak. And guess what? You're bam. You're in a division. You're up by two. Even though you're under two games under 500, it can happen. Did it I, happens to the Angels. Did Tigers have anybody represent or no? Didn't, no. they have, didn't they have one player go as an honorable? Or I, th- I think it's uh, the I think it's Lang. Is it Lang? I think it's Lang. Maybe it was. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Uh, they're young. Young. That's they're what young, I see. And they got a great coach. I really like our coach. Yep. I think he's kind of, he was dealt with a bunch of shit when he took over. But, you know, it's going to be his rebuild at this point. And he was trying to play these kids. You know what I mean? But yeah. you'd like to go. Can I see a standard roster? There you go, man. Yeah. You mentioned that last podcast, bro. I noticed that after you said it. Like, yes. They don't keep like a third baseman. They don't have a starting third baseman. Yeah. They Can you give me a George Brett, Mike Smith? Right. Give me somebody that's a staple yeah. at that corner. Yes, yes, You yes. don't have a corner guy. You don't no. have a third baseman. It just goes so like true. it's a revolving door. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's crazy, man. I don't love that either. No. Yeah. Do you guys hear about this, Philly? Did you hear about the Lions, Amon, Ross, St. Brown? Still keeps a notebook of 16 wide receivers drafted before him it's something he said he'll never forget guy's been in the league going on his third season yes. he's got that chip on his shoulder yeah. man but oh, i love that love it too i love I saw that, that i like that man yep. yeah, he's been uh that's been his chip all his career so far and you know he's he's gonna be great will he be a chip? you you got the rumor going around about them going after cooper cup to make that big big final splash on the offense yeah, but what are you going to lose? What are we going to give up? It would be just the drafts. You know what I'm saying? I so first round. The projection was a first and two thirds. Is that enough for him for Cooper Cup? Would you say as a, as a GM? I mean, you have Cooper Cup who landed all them things that he did. Almost beat Calvin Johnson. The way he dominated, won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is that enough for you to get rid of Cooper Cup and you're the owner? If I'm L.A. or I'm Detroit. And you're L.A. Are you giving for that a first round and two-thirds? For your superstar. I think you're going to lose other pieces like Ramsey and Donald eventually. So I I don't know. I have a tough time like partying with them. You know what I'm saying? But you get draft capital back and good draft capital. So that's something to think about. And I think Donaldson's going to be on the market as well. Because I think the Lions are way closer than the Rams are. And they could free a whole lot of money. Between them two players, and they wanted to get rid of that offensive lineman, mm-hmm. too. I think it's Pouncey or something, or... Well... The Rams, just, they're not they are not there, you know what I mean? They won that Super Bowl, and that's yeah. what happens. Teams start breaking up. Yeah. But you got that ring to keep people, you know, yeah. still wet on, wet on the tongue. Right. And I think if Stafford doesn't get hurt, they're in contention. I don't think they go last year, but, you know... I How long Stafford stay there? You think this is last year, possibly? I think he just re-signed, right? Didn't he get a deal over there? That back, though. 
Yeah, he could always retire. I mean, can you see Stafford staying with these if he basically doesn't have a whole lot there? If they start falling apart and all, he'll be gone in a couple of years. I think he'll just maybe retire. How would you feel about that cup if he was to come here? How would you feel about if that? If I'm Detroit, I think I would do it. You know, just because you're so close right now and you can get, you know, outside of Jefferson, he's probably the best receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because look about it. Like we just said. You're giving up your first round pick. You go and win 12, 13 games. What, you picking at number 27? Yeah. Who's really going to be there in that draft? Now, would you have, would you rather have Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald for the same deal? Because <sighs> you got good wide receivers right now. Obviously, he would put that group over the top. But then you got this beast of a man in the middle of your defense. I'm taking Donald. I want that big pass rusher. I want that dominant force. I want force. to, but Hutchinson I can't. dude. Come on, Matt. He's 32 and Cup's younger, and I'm going to have Cup longer. I got to go Cup, even though I like Downs. Larry Donaldson. Larry Donaldson. It's all dude. It's all dude. Who the fuck's that? You know, because he's 32 going on 33. I mean. Yeah. Right, that's that's a tough one because I don't think Donald's going to play much longer, from what it seems. You know, he was mulling retirement already. Yes, he, he got that Super Bowl impact player. That they're both impact players, studs on both sides of the ball. Um, that's why the Rams do have a shot, but they're limited with anything they can do otherwise. So, who are you going with? Then you're the GM of the Lions, and you got either or. Who are you taking? I'm going Cup just because the longevity, though. Yes. Just because I'll have him for Cooper? two, three years, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, as a football player, if I'm building my team, damn, it's hard to pass on Aaron Donald, man. I think if Aaron Donald was 29, yeah, I, I do it over a cup in a minute. Mm-hmm. But that he's 32 going on 33, it's a four-year difference, man. Yeah. You know, and I think Coop's got to be, what, 28? I think he's actually close... Approaching 30s, too. Let me pull that up real yeah, quick. Yeah, Well, the, the top three available free agents still out there is DeAndre Hopkins, who's yet to sign, 31 years old. He's the third, he was a third ranked free agent. And then there's this Yannick, I uh, can't even pronounce this guy's last name, Negu. Negu. He's Gakwe. Negakwe. He's what, from the Colts? He's a pass rusher, 28. And then Delvin Cook still hasn't found a home yet. Yeah. Cup is 30, by the way. Oh, okay. But still playing at a super high level. Yes, and yes, Donaldson, yes. What, how old is uh, Donaldson? I think he's a little bit old. He's been in the league a while. Donaldson's 32. Is he? Yeah. I mean, these guys look, you feel like they've been Why the hasn't Hopkins been signed? If he's I think he's asking for a lot of loot, dude. He wants some money, and I think the age might scare him, too. And maybe you know. he comes with that, uh, that, that package, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of... Uh, you he's know, not really a diva, though. Everywhere he goes, no. he's like leadership quality. Is like, he a leadership? Oh, yeah. maybe maybe it's about the you know Benjamins at this point. But maybe don't you, yeah, don't you think he kind of he kind of just downfalled when he went to Arizona? Like I, just I do he think he's frustrated. Yeah, he's know. badass, dude. Yeah. What he want when all that you know the ownership was doing racist stuff and all that shit came. I wanted to get out of there, so yeah. I understand that. And all the Watson shit, you know. Once he left, it's like okay, who's going to throw me the ball? Like my career is going to plummet here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so at that point you're making a business decision. So I get that part of it. But. Yeah, Cook, where's he end up at? Who needs a running back right now? Minnesota. Why they let him go? They should they should have signed him. But then you got Madison, right? So Man, I still, love Madison. The first one that came to mind for me was uh, Dallas because you know Zeke? Zeke's gone. He's still yeah. out there, I believe. I think that could be a possibility. He's, yeah, though. he's still a free agent, yeah. isn't he? He's, right. he's washed up, though. He's not the Yeah, player. I don't think he's... He's a two or a three. Yeah. You know, anywhere else now. Um, but Tony Pollard, if he comes back from that injury, he's a number one. 
But over Delvin Cook, now you got a two-headed monster down there in Dallas. And he said he wouldn't mind sitting down. If he had to sit out, he'd sit out. But you're going to give up one year of playing? That's hard to come back on. Yeah. When you miss a year. But yeah, you can't do that. I mean, look, look how it worked out for Le'Veon Bell. Destroyed his career. There you go. Yeah. You know, sat out. Himself and, I'll sit out. I'll sit out. Okay, we'll cost you. Yeah. Want to be a rapper and everything else. You know, yeah, and then you went boxing, got your ass knocked out and shit. Yeah, yeah you know. What about uh, what about the Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow coming out and already talking smack with the rivalry against the Chiefs, saying we'll see them in December? Already Ooh, calling his it. shot. I love it. He's already calling his shot. That's why they call him Joe Cool. Yeah, yeah. Joe Cool, man. It's cool, He's, cool, calm, confidence, man. I, I yeah. love it from the quarterback. Position. He's got swagger. Yeah, he, he does. Dude, I, I like him. I like him too. Is he a Cincy forever? I don't know, man. He's a franchise quarterback. I mean, they'd be. Silly he is to bad, though. You got to admit, he is bad. Yeah, he's a man. He's uh he's in that next tier for sure. Just hope. Well, I mean, doesn't matter to me, but he, to be elite, he's going to have to win a championship. Here's another question. This came upon Reed. Is he a Hall of Famer? Ed Reed. Ed Reed. No, Reed, the coach for um for Kansas City. Is he a oh, Hall of oh, Famer? Hey, coach? Andy Reed. Without Andy Reed, would you put him in the same category as Belichick? He's right, right beneath Bill because or better, yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't say better because Bill has so many championships. But Andy Reid is like right there. But he's won two different teams. Doesn't matter, man. Kansas City and Philly. He's my kind of coach. I would like to play for that guy or coach with him. But two teams he took to the Super Bowl. I know it's impressive. Here, here's, impressive. here's a little stat on Andy Reid: career regular season records: two hundred forty-seven wins, one hundred thirty-eight losses, one tie. Um, yeah, I mean, he's right up there with the best with Don Shula, Bill Belichick, Tom Landry. And you got to remember, Belichick those are the Brady. numbers that they're showing with those types of coaches. So, absolutely, he's going to be in that same conversation Belichick, with Bill Belichick. But, but he Reed just did may be better than him. Reed may be better than him because he took two different teams. He had Brady. Belichick says, I have Mahomes, and I have what's his name over here? That, is a, that is a valid point. Valid point. Because Brady goes on to Tampa without him and wins. That's yeah, I can see the argument. You would, see what I'm saying? But that I was would, the debate. I would still say he has the six trophies, though. And some guy said that yeah, he's got the six trophies. So I mean, but I'm going to go with Reed. He says with two different teams, and Brady went. And he said right there. He said Brady maybe not on that team. Does Belichick have all six of them? Probably not. You know, here, here's a staggering number. We talk about Bill Belichick knowing yes. all the wins he's had. He still hasn't caught Don Shula. Don Shula is the winningest coach in NFL football, 328 wins. Belichick's knocking at the door at 298. But that means he's got to coach for another two more seasons. At least. If he's about breaking a record, he's got to go two more seasons. That's How many does Reed have? Uh, I think Reed had. i got to go back and look at that again. He's uh, a great coach, too, dude. And he likes a cheeseburger. He does. Yeah, he's just solid. 267 wins for Reed, 154. So, wow. I mean, he's right there knocking on Belichick's door, but he'll have to coach. But you got to remember, these dudes are getting there in age, right? Mm-hmm. But Don Shula is still the man. Do you know who you remind me of Reed? Reminds me of Bleasdale. Yes. That's who yeah. he reminds me of. Yeah. I With the mustache. Yes, he's a great coach, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Um, something else out of Lions training camp. Uh, quarterback, uh, Hooker. Hendon Hooker, is that yes. how you say his name? Uh, progressing really well ahead in training camp. So they're saying this kid is actually... I like that, man. I love to hear that. He's actually lighting it up right now over there. That's good. So for all we're putting in the basket for Jared Goff and the future of our team, they got got this dude coming in from Tennessee 
I guess he could sling it, man. Yeah. And It'll if be- he goes down, we don't lose. Guys, the first preseason game is August the 3rd, less than 30 days from now, the Hall of Fame game, right? Oh, wow. You got, I think it's Cleveland and Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken, but it's knocking at the door, man. Yeah, we're not, we're not too crazy to be talking about football. No. We talk baseball. We talk a little this and that. But, man, football's king. Yeah. It's right there. It's coming up soon, boys. It's right there. It's right there. 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 Right <laughs> Who's taking it all this year? Who's your Super Bowl winner? Can we talk about this last week? I think, or the last one, I think we, yeah. I took Kansas, or no, I took Philly. Yeah, I remember we did all those scenarios, but if you had to just pick one. You only get to pick one. We pick scenarios. Yeah. Who's um, winning the Super Bowl? I'm going to take Philly. I'm going to still stick with my original. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay Chiefs, man. Until, until the juggernaut's beaten. I'm going to go with Lions. Tom, <laughs> I'm putting money. I'm putting money on FanDuel. Are you really? Yep. A lot of people are. You gonna hit a parlay? If if I hit, I be a rich man probably. Hey, not not as rich as I could have been. Not as they rich had as four hundred to one. You yeah. would not still be I as rich be as C Rebel. It's a plus. It's right. It's plus three fifty right now. I think. Right. Now's the time to hit it. Then. Yeah. So it was hot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now that they're getting better, they're going, ah, well, that's going to come down. Yeah, now everybody's on board, so it's starting to draw back because Lions, they know Lions are going to be good. So, um, I think they can do it. I think with this team, get on a good run. Get on a good run. If that offense clicks, I'm telling you right now, the defense holds up. Look out. You're going to see a team be like, Damn. And I think, like, for the first time in a long time, depth isn't going to be as much of an issue as it has nope. in the past. I nope. think we got guys, you know, young guys that can contribute. That front line is going to be our key. That front line is staying healthy. Yeah. But, again, uh, yeah, if they, if they could stay healthy for the majority of it and that defense is improved and the offense stays on par, I mean, shit, man, look out. Kansas City's going to speak of a lot because you already seen what we did with Buffalo. I think this season you are going to see some shifts that are kind of what you're not used to seeing. Yeah. Detroit being, I believe, one of those teams that are going to rise to the top. The cream of the crop, right? I think they're going to be one of those kind of teams that they could really make an impact, and this could be long-lasting type stuff. They keep that nucleus together. I really like this Dan Campbell. Oh, yes. Got to be a coach of mine. Cream always rises to the top. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it because I think that some of the teams we've got so used to seeing over these last 10 years, your New England Patriots, you know, uh, L.A., you know, uh, I think San Diego's primed to be a good football team this year. Yeah, and they may even uh, yeah. land that Yannick guy you were talking about out of the Colts. Yeah. They're talking about him and that offensive lineman, Stewart, or defense guy. You never so know. You, they started getting but They're telling you right there, we're in it to win hey, it. Sheila Hemp has made a big Anything difference. Anything can happen. Anything and I got to go is, with You know, the Lions, we knocked on who they were by ownership yeah. and everything. They just had the wrong person running the team. Yep. They finally found somebody that has a winning attitude that's not looking at it. She wants to win. You have to give she's her that sat. type of credit, which yes. she's doing. you yeah. got to give her credit because she sat there watching her parents run this team for decades, and she's probably just as tired as every fan out there 
watching a team just fall apart year after year, bringing fans into the stadium, bringing a marquee player, a Kelvin Johnson, a Barry Sanders, what have you, and what not. And what not. But now it's time to win. And she went ahead and hired, in my opinion, I mean. Whatever it was going to take. The coach we have, who couldn't love Dan Campbell? Guys want to play for him. Guys want to play for him. And and even the free agents that sign here, that part of what their conversations were in press conferences is, I love what this coaching staff's doing. Well, you don't hear that very often coming to Detroit. Well, look what she said. She said right there, this is owed to the fans. And that's key. Yeah, it is. Because the old man, he didn't care. No, it was all business, no. man. She said, this is owed to the fans. Yeah, it's time. We're ready. Time is now. And Detroit's looking good, too. Ain't nothing better than having a nice party down there in them streets. And damn right, boy. Damn right, damn right, boy. Damn damn right, right you, got, you got a couple of them Alabama boys out of that team right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Excited. So Hollywood, we got to get uh, we got to get that scheduled that dinner before we make new picks. That's coming up soon. Yes. So we got to get that done. Time you. So Tell anything me. else, boys? That's all I got, bro. Oh my! I want to tell you. Yeah. My Twenty Fourth Street Pizza fits well now. Oh, oh you're sure. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Al. Yes, yeah. Al. Yeah, Al. Was, oh, dude, it's I, amazing. Should I tell him to stop making your next shirt? Because he was getting a couple of sheets together and make oh yeah no no i I couldn't believe it i put on i was like this is amazing that's my boy right there you're looking good looking very good sal yes love it good man yeah keep it up so all right boys good show episode 90 in the books as always thank you to al 24th street pizza thank you to oscar for hooking me up today with this fresh good the fly looks good the hair looks tight and thank you guys for joining. So, as always, remember to email us at fives of the week podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us here on Apple and Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Love y'all. Be good. Peace. See you. Street Pizza has expanded their menu to offer new items like the Miami Steak Sub, Poutine, Nacho Supreme, Traverse City Salad, and even the Poho Mac and Cheese Pizza. Plus, with beer and wine and free delivery in Port Huron, there's no question what's for dinner. It's 24th Street Pizza.